The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Motown variation of my intro. And hey, listen, things could be worse. I mean, you could be working at a DC show right now, so more power to you. <laughs> well, we won't be talking about funeral screenings this week, but Dion, let's play a game, folks. Tonight, what's the next DC property to get canceled? I'm going to say Superman just goes bye-bye forever. But uh, God. No. I wouldn't say that. I'd say everything not legitimately Batman has, has gotten canceled. And if Shazam makes it next year, it'll be a miracle, like a like little Timmy walking. <laughs> well, God bless us, everyone. Especially that man chuckling in the background. The last standing Samoan big rig, Nick Utam. The woman they used to mocap uh, She-Hulk for twerking must have been white. Just had to be white. I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Torque and She-Hulk, bro, because we're actually going to watch that tonight. Um, yeah. I'm well, I mean, it's, it's it's good. It's good that I have a potato, a potato peeler for my eyes. Well, I'm glad that you uh, are ready to use it. Yeah. And finally, folks, we are joined by American Ramrod Kendo Slice. I mean, immediately going towards white people to blame them—that seems kind of racist. I'm just... <laughs> but it's the most 2022 thing to do. There is that. Just a sign of the times. Folks, speaking of time, it is time for World Class Bullshitters episode 322. Now, before we get into the fun, before we get into all the stuff that we have planned for tonight, let's take a minute for some housekeeping, just to let everybody know what is up. So, folks, I'm thinking this Saturday we should be able to do the Clash at the Castle. At least I will be involved, hopefully. Um, normally, we wanted to do every WWE premium live event, but... Uh, personal issue might prevent me from doing it this Saturday, but be on the lookout for all the actual ones that take place here in America. In the meantime, also, get ready for WrestleMania. Dion, you and I are going, and I have some news that tickets are very hard to find, so that makes me even more excited that we have them <laughs> locked down. Wait, are they yes. are they are they are they really that hard to find? Because like, I guess WWE is doing gangbusters all of a sudden, like everybody's wanting to go. Yes, it's also this market out in L.A., and it's also the rumor of The Rock retiring, which is the biggest <laughs> star they ever had. I know Stone Cold Steve Austin sold the most T-shirts, and I know Hulk Hogan did whatever for cable numbers, but that The Rock hasn't wrestled in full-time in 20 years, and he's still the face of their merchandise. He's still on everything they have. Yeah. I mean, he is, sold, he is marketed like he is there every week, even though he's not. So that's the, he is the hype. biggest overall star, bar none. And folks... If you're going to watch The Rock retire like we are, that is awesome. But if you don't want to watch The Rock retire or give a shit about wrestling, then still come out to California WrestleMania weekend for the WCBS Extravaganza. We're telling you early because it's a big event. Now, it takes place March 30th and 31st. We're going to have all kinds of locations, things planned out. This will be a very big, fun, YouTube-centric event. So it won't be a wrestling event per se, but if you like the channel and you like wrestling, it'll be perfect for you. I'll be reaching out to other people to make this an event bigger than you could possibly imagine. But we're going to remind you every single week until the event happens just to make sure no one forgets and that everybody knows. Also, too, folks, we have a new patron. Let me pull that up to thank our newest patron. Uh, we will be getting some more Patreon content coming at you this week. We're going to get together and do more recording sessions. Uh, the guys and I have some really fun things 
that we want to bring to you very soon. But I want to thank our friend Stanley for joining us over on Patreon. Stanley, hope you enjoy everything, and I thank you for uh, supporting WCBS. Folks, we're going to start having everyone's name appear in the credits at the end of our video essays as well. So if you like that sort of stuff and you want to see a thank you with your name on it, well, then you know what to do. Speaking of all of the videos, check them out. We've had some new successes of late. Our Terminator video is well over 100,000 views now. The new Marvel video is rocking. And uh, our subscriber count is up thousands. So welcome to everybody who's new. Welcome to everybody who's been here the whole time. Thank you for supporting WCVS. And thanks to all the people that unsubscribed when I posted our numbers on Twitter. And then welcome all the new people that blew out past that in like five minutes. So, hey, there we go. <laughs> Also, also, Jeff, can I can I give a, a special welcome to Mother Slice, who apparently is listening to the show right now? I'm sorry, Kevin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mama Slice, you might want to buckle in a little bit because baby boy yeah. might say some um, so, uh, some real uh, explicit shit. Oh, she's heard me say the fuck say fuck before. It's not a big deal. Well, you guys know me That's better than I'm my mom about. knows me. Because she, on the off chance that my mom might listen to this show, I'm like, I won't tell that story. I'll save it for Patreon. She doesn't know how to use the internet. Yeah, well, she doesn't. I guarantee doesn't know how to use the comments section. I just, I know she subscribed to the channel. I had it to. She wanted to listen that time or two, and then the next, I, I literally just got a text message that says, "Are you Coach Kendo Slice?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." So, <laughs> literally, she's in the audience. So if everybody could just. Say hi to her in the chat, because I don't think she knows how to use that. But she can read, so there's that. There we go. <laughs> Eva's out. Now, Kendo, since you're here and you have the floor, yep. there's a special story in the news that I've been dying to talk to you about. Because over the last few weeks, you've had a lot of success with your take on the Monkees theme song, which everyone here now requests in the chat. And now, by the grace of whatever you want to believe in, Mickey Dolan's The Last Surviving Monkey is in the news. Would you like to hear why, Kendo? Hey, hey, the monkeys. Three out of four are dead. Mickey's not doing well. It'll be a quartet again. <laughs> uh, morbidity aside, Mickey Dolan's The Surviving Member of the Monkeys sues the FBI for secret dossier on the band. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did they, were they worried they were communists? Here we go. <laughs> a heavily redacted version of the FBI's files was declassified in 2010, but Mickey Dolenz, who starred as the drum-playing teen in the smash hit TV series The Monkees, wants to see more of the files and says there must be far more than seven pages. The 77-year-old Dolenz filed a Freedom of Information Act with the FBI in a lawsuit against the Department of Justice on Tuesday, seeking out to find just how deep the surveillance went on the band and those surrounding the group, the Washington Post reported. There were only seven pages in the redacted files, but Dolan's attorney says there is clearly much more than seen in the things mentioned in the seven-page release. It's pretty obvious there are other inked files, said Dolan's attorney, Mark Zeed. Now, it may not be directly on the monkeys, it could be peripheral, but these are files that are connected nonetheless. The docu if the documents still exist, I fully expect that we will learn more about what prompted the FBI to target the monkeys and those around them. Yeah, that's a great question. That's what I want to know. Like, what were the monkeys doing that the FBI said, we need to keep an eye on these fucking guys? They, they are subversive communists and Senator McCarthy is monkeys, spinning in his grave. And we might be commies, but we also hang out with some Negroes. <laughs> That's why they had the file on them. Yep. Back then, oh shit, he's like they're hanging out with some interesting colored folk. 
So what do you think the FBI has on Bob Dylan? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> He's probably he's probably part of MK Ultra. If you say the right, right word in front of him, he might he might you know his LSD training might just turn on. And Listen, take out his gun there's and a reason people. why they were okay with him being around the hurricanes. Been like, yo, this motherfucker might crack. And they got a dossier because I'm a commie. Now, what do you think the trigger word for Mickey Dolan's is? Uh, Peter Tork. <laughs> Peter Tork. I will say this: between the last couple of weeks, we have made the monkeys probably more relevant than they had been since the last one died. <laughs> they've yeah. probably seen a slight bump in their in their Spotify like you know rating. Yeah, they're like, man, why why do people keep listening to you know, hey hey, we're the monkeys over and over again, and why do <laughs> they keep the submitting like changes to the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, the official uh, lyrics have been officially changed, Kendo. So there we go. Your cultural impact on the monkeys is staggering. <laughs> the monkeys have the launch codes, Jesus. <laughs> now, folks, one thing we want to do is start the show off properly with the word of the day. So make sure that uh, to make sure that we do that properly, I'd like to thank our special friend SHRubbles08, who always beats everyone here to the chat with his word of the day super chat. The word of the day is cuck. Star Wars, the cuck awakens. Star Wars, the last cuck. Debbie doesn't do cuck and how Stella got her cuck back. <laughs> oh, so somehow Debbie is more discerning than Stella, but you know. I mean, you know, cuz Well, fucking, Debbie um, who played Stella in the in a group back? Isn't that oh, Angela, Bassett? Angela Bassett? Angela Bassett is fine. That's why I should okay. She is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh also also also, also, machine. also also Debbie did Dallas like twice or three times. I forget how many how many sequels they made to that uh, to that movie? Yeah, well, they were gonna, they they, they were going to make one every year that the Cowboys won a, a playoff game, but they haven't had to do much of that lately. Gotcha, gotcha. Debbie said, "I might be your quarterback. You got to give me some weeks off." <laughs> now there you go. There's a crossover right there. Debbie does Dallas meets fucking Terrell Owens, <laughs> and. It's her, you know, doing whatever it is she does, and Terrell Owens just crying, going, "That's my quarterback." <laughs> I'm down. I mean, I would watch it. I would too. We need more crossovers. I was watching Godzilla. Versus... Skynet's got him. Skynet. Oh shit! No, I. We're having a little audio issue here at the microphone jack or the headphone jack. Give me just a second. Oh, you didn't sound weird on my end, but. uh I was talking. Hello. There we go. There we go. I fixed it. I fixed it. I was I was worried for a second. I was just like, is is it me? What's going on? No, there is something wrong with the headphones. So my headphones have traveled, as you guys know, quite a bit, and they have needlessly been beat to shit. And uh, the coup de gras came not too long ago when they were when it was all plugged up and everything like that, and the cat knocked them off the desk. And it landed funny, and so like the, the we uh, see you, Jeff. We see you. I think it's something actually with his microphone. I know he's been having microphone. Problems. Oh, I thought it was. Can me. you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cats, my fucking cat knocked this thing off the table, and I don't know if, that, if that's what happened. But uh, I like <laughs> sh oh, Can you last cover twelve hours? You just need to cover your entire table with foil. It it won't touch it at all then. That's usually what works. Well, he needs to do it really soon. Oh, okay, that wasn't me. 
No, it wasn't. Get out! Just, just fight them off for twelve hours. I'm getting on a plane right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, that's pretty goddamn funny. But also in the land of sportball, it's college football, baby. So we'll, yeah. you know, before we get into the fucking the super chats, uh, I'm excited because sportball, it's dumb, but it's fun, and I'm gonna be tail. Gating, which reminds me, um, God, She Hulk was not great this week. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It really was. Of sports ball, I just bought two tickets for me and the lady and little baby OJ to go to Phoenix in two weeks to go watch the Chiefs put a beat down on the Cardinals. Nice. Ooh, we did hear you fun. when you when you hit it there, Jeff. But also, that is awesome. And the Cardinals are either going to be a wild dumb team or a fun dumb team, and I'm excited for both. Hmm. Are you now? Kinda. Are you more excited than you are for the Lions? No, no, no. The, the Lions right. are going to be like a 500 team. They're gonna they're gonna beat one actually good team and lose to the other all the other good teams. But I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that because our coach is a crazy fucking person who talks about biting knees and shit. So it's gonna be fucking. <laughs> wild. Are you are you still are you still waiting and excited for um, Avatar two? Uh, no, I'm not worried about it. I'm not excited for it. it's not gonna happen. But I am also excited <laughs> for my my backup team, the Chiefs. I'm, my boy's about to go off, prove all these motherfuckers wrong. I can't wait. The Messiah is going to fucking come down amongst the people, bitch. Yes. The latest chapter in the book of Patrick will be starting on 7th. Never forget, folks. Never forget why that day is important. That is the day that Patrick Mahomes is going to drag his ball sack across Kyler Murray's face. Amen. Blessed be. <laughs> Father, Son, and the Holy Pigskin. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So, Dion, have you heard the good news about Beverly Hills Cop 4? I did. I did. And I will say I am cautiously optimistic, even though you and I have been hurt before. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I expect this to be closer to Beverly Hills Cop 3 than Beverly Hills Cop 1 or 2. And so tempering my expectations is helping, I hope. But uh, Dion, or sorry, Nick Kendo, have you guys heard the official title of the film? Uh, no. No. Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop 4, Never Stop Coppening. <laughs> Don't Stop Coppening, yeah. Uh, it's not even Beverly Hills Cop anymore. Oh. Or 4. It's, it's Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. Oh, so they that just ripped off. Stuff. They ripped off Top Gun Maverick? Yes, they did. Okay. that's Well, I mean, that's that's kind of what everybody's doing. It's going to be like... Netflix. It's also the same production company, so it's like they can't really... They're ripping themselves off. It's Bruckheimer Productions. Remember, right. Top Gun was uh, created in the wake of Beverly Hills Cop One, and then that all that goodness kind of rolls into what Beverly Hills Cop Two becomes. I, I, guys, why was Top Gun so successful and it's such a long way away? Because uh, it was called Top Gun Maverick. Goddamn right it was. This is now Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. I I, I just I I hope I hope it's good. I'm just worried. I always worry about I, Netflix releasing things like that because it's fucking Netflix. I want it. Well, I want it to be good. I want us to celebrate and drink and watch it hundreds of times. I just want it to be good. I just want. I it. have some faith in Netflix. I was. I was not on Netflix's team outside of their um, 
martial arts movies and stuff, but I watched The Gray Man and I enjoyed it. And The Gray Man was okay. And but I, I even say pretty good. And I could if 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 Beverly Hills Cop is that in the same vein, obviously not the uh, the amount of action, but if it's in the same vein where it's pretty good, I'll I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Did you see? <clears throat> did you see Chris Evans' porn stash? I did, dude. <laughs> did you watch Gray Man yet? Yes, I've seen Gray Man. Yeah. <laughs> of course you have. I don't, why did I even ask you? Of course Nick saw it. But like, the, he, I had fucking Hillary came up with a great theory that he specifically did that part so that he couldn't be associated with with Captain America because he is such a fucking asshole in that movie. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You must be Lloyd. No, what gave you it away? I mean, the white pants, the ugly stash. You look like a Lloyd. <laughs> and you said this is on Netflix, The Gray yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. I'm. Yep. I'm willing to give it a shot. I don't. I always put Netflix and Hulu and Amazon movies all in their own separate category because I don't consider them real movies. Agreed. I know that's wrong. But no, that's true. That's amazing. That's that's fair. That's fair. I look at look at you guys know how I care about Beverly Hills Cop. There's a reason why I buy everything with a fucking picture on it. I'm. I just think this is going to be one of those, like Damien in the chat says, what will Axel Foley be revealed to have? Or sorry, somebody asked about um, Coming to America 2. Does Eddie Murphy still have it? Based on his SNL return from a couple years ago, Eddie Murphy has that. Based yes. on Coming to America 2, Eddie Murphy lost it again. If he is more <laughs> like that than his SNL return or true Eddie Murphy, this is just going to suck the life out of any of his returns. And this will... And if this one is a sh if this one shits the bed, this will be the flip side of Top Gun Maverick, because it used to be that Beverly Hills Cop and Top Gun did sit in the same category. Again, produced by the same people, Bruckheimer and Simpson, both multi-million dollar hits, hundreds of millions of dollars. They are both respective number one films of their year. Like they're huge things. Now Top Gun returns to become the biggest movie in decades and one of the biggest things ever. I just want Axel Foley to get the same shake because historically the franchise. For, look, for the first couple years of its life, it was the big franchise. Then it kind of shit the bed with Eddie Murphy's career in the 90s. And, you know, now it's time to come back. Well, and, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with Eddie's somewhat resurgence. I mean, you know, outside of, outside of, damn, Northern Illinois, um, outside of his SNL return, like you're saying, you know, I, I enjoyed Dolomite, you know, coming to America too wasn't great but it was okay you know and i'm like okay this is a gradual burn here you know i know that you know the world had kind of been they may not let down because it didn't come out but we had we were on eggshells because of the original production for the other show where uh brandon t jackson from tropic thunder was going to be his nephew so everyone was kind of worried about it they filmed the pilot it, it, they they decided not to run with it you know so you know fans have been hurt before but you know netflix is I mean, obviously, it kind of after their course correction on top of, you know, you know, Eddie Murphy's not doing cash grab projects anymore, you know, so so yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, the gray man kind of got me back in the game with Netflix. So I'm with you. You know, I do want it to be good. I have, it has the potential to be pretty good or even really good. You know, so if it matches, if it hits it really good, I'd, I'd be satisfied. You know, you know, it's it, plus, like I said. Eddie Murphy's won some favor back with fans with his last few projects. So um, we'll fucking see, man, because three was f so bad. Now, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's been cast in the film. Yep. Yep. I, I did see that. He's probably he's he's probably he's probably somebody that's going to hang around uh, Axel and like <clears throat> he's going to be Rosewood's son. 
<laughs> that would be that would be funny. that would be pretty Junior funny. Rosewood. That would be pretty. Junior funny. Rosewood. He's either Rosewood's son or he's Junior a new Rosewood. little that, brother. That he's got to change. That he's got to like you know. He's got to teach him stuff like all the street stuff. That I would bet that stuff. he's a little. He's Rosewood. Rosewood's little brother, and like he talked about you all the time. And I for sure I could see that shit. Taggart's grandson, maybe. Taggart's grandson. <laughs> yep, could be that. Could be that. Or his or his son. Do you guys? Maybe they said they had a kid wanna... after Marine came back. <laughs> I'll make you a five dollar bet. The Beverly Hills Cop Four that we produced for this show will be better than the real Beverly Hills Cop. 4. Oh, oh, of course, hundred percent, hundred percent. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I'll take, I'll take that bet. Just, just for the fun of it, I think it has potential to be worse than three in the show that was going to come out. I'll take it. Oh, man. Man. I would have, I would, I would have loved to see that pilot though, just to, just to see how, how bad. I know, it was. right? Yeah, because <laughs> for them, because for for Hollywood to literally say this is this is so bad we can't we can't continue with this project, because like there's a lot of really shitty stuff they keep making. So like, right. how bad was it that they were just like, no, nah, we're not doing this? Like, how this really is bad too bad it? even for our standards. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we delaying the inevitable before yes. we talk about something bad? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Probably. I'm okay with delaying. Now, Dion, you watch She-Hulk, correct? Yes, I do. Folks, we have not been reviewing She-Hulk on the channel proper. We've just mentioned it here on the show in passing because I don't care. I don't have the time for this bullshit, and I'd rather make videos that people actually want to watch. But She-Hulk caught my attention in the worst way possible, and now we're going to talk about this. Um... (laughs) All right, I'm not even. I'm not gonna ask you, Dion. We're just gonna watch this first, and then we're gonna take it away from you. Yeah, here. make sure make sure the sounds off. We don't want to get you know. Yeah. So, folks, if we have to play stuff without sound, it's because YouTube's been hitting us with weird copy strikes. The Men in Black button had to be officially retired because for the few seconds of Will Smith slapping um, Chris Rock, that's enough to trigger the targeting systems here at YouTube. So. That's why it has to. We had to delete that. One, I, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm calling right now. Their, their AI, their AI program they use for the videos is sentient. It has to be. It just has to be. I think it's Jada. <laughs> I'd buy that. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> sure. That makes now sense. let's talk. Let's watch something we'll never buy. <clears throat> so She-Hulk in all of her CGI glory is strutting her way in. Is that Megan The Stallion, Dion? It is Megan The Stallion. Okay, what what not, what, not Nicki Minaj. what does what does she do? What why is she famous? I have no idea. So this like is, a, is this is the end credit scene. So grain of salt. It is it is cringy, but it's the end credit scene. Uh, and she ends up, you know, a dude at her firm is representing a dude who is suing a elf from Asgard, and the elf pretended to be Megan the Stallion and gypped this dude out of money. And so that's the, that's that's the B story for for the episode. So so the dude got taken by a fake OnlyFans page. Gotcha. He got taken by a, a real life OnlyFans page, and it's a fucking elf from Asgard that can shapeshift. And <laughs> so Loki. Uh, at the end of the, the the end episode, the that's the end credit scene is she joins the law firm to specifically be uh, She Hulk's client, her new client. I. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's it's, just finish. I, I officially so far the show is Marvel's answer to Grey's Anatomy. Like it is supposed to be that. Um so it's Grey's okay. Anatomy with an occasional action scene. 
<laughs> Somebody got paid to render this. Yep. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. So okay, we'll see, indeed. So works. Listen, like I said, I I won't lie. I I kind of laughed at it. Like it was. I didn't laugh hard, but I was kind of you know. I was like, okay, okay. You know, what I mean, like that, like that. But more importantly, weird. were you turned on? <laughs> Listen. A little bit, just because of all the times I've read She-Hulk for other reasons. So it was mainly nostalgia, but not because of that scene. Because I was like, "Oh, that's a that that's a CGI butt that Marvel put in a fucking end credit scene." Like it is no doubt now who this show's for, which is whatever you know. But it's it's Marvel trying to make their version of Grey's Anatomy. It's one thing so, one thing I've heard about the show is that you know they they talk about. You know, cat calling and things like that, but also like um, She Hulk's phone screen is like is um, is Captain America's butt. It's close. I mean, you don't they don't focus on it, so someone did a really good job of of catching that. But um, yeah, so like that, they, they, they like they go over that and shit. And uh, yeah, it's the 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 explanation and stuff. The the super heavy stuff is in the first episode. So you know, Marvel's hitting all the chords to get those those folks on twitter to watch and so they dial it back a bit in episodes two and three um but yeah like episode one was to hook twitter and fucking episode this episode was to keep them like this is supposed to be gray's anatomy for the mcu it's you know it's just you know she hawk's just supposed to be that the mcu wants into the market of this is what my girlfriend watches and she's on twitter (laughs) this is i know we all love comic books and Dion we've had crazy shit happen I'm kind of embarrassed to be a comic fan like I don't care about whatever morals or values or whatever but this just feels like when your parents try to get in on a trend it's like hey hey, this is Steve Buscemi going hey fellow kids I'm here to tell you how cool I am this is She-Hulk going hey let me show you that I'm still sexy and got it Marvel's cool and hip and we're cool for black people listen first of all don't make fun of Steve Buscemi he started a TikTok and he's doing the dances He's really good He's at really them. Good. No, I'm kidding. Listen, <laughs> I love Steve Buscemi, and that part is funny. But the the context of that joke, "Hello, fellow kids," that is She-Hulk. Like you know, and and a lot of people are gonna fall for it, and that's whatever. Like it's this is like this is like being a Taylor Swift fan. Like you know, <laughs> She-Hulk, stupid. She-Hulk. I mean, you know, you said it, not me. She-Hulk is for twi- Taylor Swift fans, like people who like not like Taylor Swift in that they're teenage girls, but t- like. These are the, for the fans that were Taylor Swift fans before, are still now, and like we're tweeting out like, "Yo, Kanye's bullying her." Like anyone that ever tweeted about Kanye bullying Taylor Swift, like She-Hulk. Like that's just what this <laughs> show is for. It's just you know, if you like the Winter Soldier and Civil War, you're not gonna like She-Hulk. It's just it's you know, and I know you know Anna's going fucking crazy over this shit, which is I get it because Anna loves Civil War and Winter Soldier, but. Like, don't get worked up over it. And but it is literally you said it perfectly, Jay. It is fucking hey fellow kids, your parents getting in on a trend. Hey, we're hip. Hey, Twitter. Hey, we put the different colors in our profiles on Instagram. And now we twerk too. This is the equivalent of Hillary. If you saw Hillary Clinton go, I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids, you like She-Hulk. With like, my bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pokemon. Go to the polls. If you thought that that was okay, you like she. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. 
Was and oh my god, was that a thing? I laughed my was ass that a thing? And a sixty-year-old woman trying to be hip. It is a She-Hulk is for a sixty-year-old woman trying to be hip, and that crowd's like, "Oh my god, guest queen! Like, let's go, let's drink some wine, and we'll watch Grey's Anatomy season uh, eighteen together." Like that's <laughs> season, who this show season is thirty-seven, for. and it's whatever. Yeah. Oh man! Like if you listen well, to Dua Lipa, you like she. <laughs> Yeah, what's a doodle leafa? That is, she actually one has one song called Levitate that I fuck when I get drunk. I really enjoy it. So, is that what you yeah. send us on Snapchat? <laughs> I will. hundred. You know that I will. <laughs> Snapchat is my Snapchat is my thotty page. I should put my Snapchat in the chat. <laughs> that, if you want to see me be a thought, like that's for sure. But yeah, 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 so yeah, Dion, yeah. Like, Dion. like it's just. The, the CGI still looks fucking terrible, by the way. By the way, so, by the way, Dion does drink whiskey, smoke cigars, and, and twerk on his on his uh, on his snack. Right. <laughs> yep. Nick, yeah, you want the classiest white woman in Michigan? Sure follow Dion Green. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'll put that shit in the chat. But yeah, it, like <laughs> the thotty Dion still wouldn't like fucking she hulk It is it is crazy anatomy, dude. Like it's just like they want the part with Wong is actually funny. Like that part is actually funny. Tim Roth is just awesome. He's Tim Roth. He he literally steals the whole episode. So I feel bad for Tatiana, but the, you only really care about the shit with Abomination, and then Megan the Stallion's in the end, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And you're like, I'm gonna watch Winter Soldier and live in the in in the world of Marvel before Endgame. Like the, like <laughs> like if, if Endgame was the end for you and you need quality shit, you're not gonna like She Hulk. And I and I liked Multitude of Madness a lot, and I'm just like, okay, well, we're trying to sell T-shirts, so let's go. I have gone back because our TV got an update, and it's like, hey, you can, your TV can get even brighter now in Dolby Vision. So I said, all right, TV, let's see how bright you can get, and I put on an Avengers movie just to you know test that out. And I had an inkling, Dion. I remembered what it was like when I enjoyed these movies, and I remember what it was like when I was really excited by this stuff. I got really sad that it used to be fun. It used to be exciting that we used to get excited months out. Dude, what's going to happen in the next Captain America? I don't know, man. I read the book. It could be this. It could be crazy. Who's going to die? I just never thought in a billion years I'd see She-Hulk twerking with a rapper. Yeah, dude. Like, that is, (laughs) it is back when the Marvel movies were cool, you know, especially being, you know, I don't want to say OG fans. That's not a superiority thing. But when comic book fans... And casual fans were all, what's Iron Man going to do in Iron Man 2? You know, what's going to happen in Captain America where, like, when a trailer dropped and it was fucking cool? Like, that time of Marvel's clearly over. And they may have that every once in a while, you know, but it's going to be one movie every couple of years. Like Like, that time of the next Marvel movie being the thing is over. It's very clearly over. Um, and it's just, you know, it's whatever. And it kind of sucks. But, you know, people, you know, they are very clear, like, hey, we have the brand name now. It's not all about quality. You know, people, anyone that actually argues that She-Hulk's one of the better properties is clearly lying to themselves and they're lying to you. It is so, it is so hey, hey, kids, I'm also cool and a kid. It's, it's, it wants to, it's just trying to titillate the nether regions of Twitter, you know, and 
in some areas it's working, you know, and a lot of people are going to defend it and that's whatever, you know, but still, it's just so funny how un- it's trying to be cool and it is so fucking uncool. Jesus Christ. This is so <laughs> dumb. It looks so wrong. It yeah. does. It does. The like, they, yeah. The, like, yeah. Cause they had to CGI somebody doing that. Like they had to mocap somebody fucking doing that. <laughs> Oh my god. Like the imagine a TV show sh- making a showcase uh, a final showcase of an episode a trend that was popular 3 years ago. That's that's this episode. Like them twerking is just so fucking 2019, man. It's 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 so well, funny. They, they they must have written they must have written this episode in 2019 then. Probably. Like remember the dude in um in um What's uh uh Seth Rogen and Bill Hader are the cops and it's Michael Super Sarah. Bad. Super bad. Remember the dude that hits him with the car and he's like trying not to get in Joe trouble. Like, hey guys, like yeah, it this is that's She Hulk. This 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 show is that character. <laughs> hey guy, and where he's like on his knees and shit, and he's like, Hey guys, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And he's fucking rolling back onto his heels while he's bent over. That is She Hulk. It is just I like, don't know hey. how I don't know how anyone can question the decline in these movies, these TV shows, these superhero well, properties, and their success. It's like, well, why it's, wouldn't people fucking leave after? Well, this no, shit? no, it's, it's it's one of the, it's the same thing with Star Wars, Jeff. It's like you know, it's a brand name that people have enjoyed, and they feel like if they if they don't if they don't continue to force themselves to enjoy this thing that that you know they're they're not going to like it anymore, and they don't want to question it because I guess it's their escape or something. It's it's a very odd thing when people don't question their their entertainment. And especially properties they love, it's a it's it's ridiculously odd when you're just like blindly just like oh yeah Marvel I'm gonna go watch it give my money and go buy and go buy the the toys it's like why the movie well, jokes on Disney that people aren't buying the toys well, yeah as, as as in your many videos you've you've put out you know have, have kept kept have kept saying and it's it's wonderful I I think it's hilarious but it's just you know it's like it's like somebody going out and like watching the Eternals in theaters and go buy going to go buy all the toys like. Why are you doing this? Why are you supporting, you know, mediocre or less than entertainment? Because it's Marvel? Because you want to keep it going? I mean, if it's not good, just admit it's not good. It's fine. You're not going to nothing's, nothing's going to happen to you. You're like the, you know, the the, the Raptors not going to come sweep you away. Like you'll be fine if it's not good. Well, It'll be okay. So many people have put their 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 eggs in that basket, you know, and and it's just so funny to see you know, and, and you, you know everything from obviously She-Hulk all the way down to shows like America's Next Top Model. Like it's just you know this is Marvel getting in on the on the the business model of whatever the trend is. Let's make the show that incorporates that trend, right? And right now, you know that's the trend, and you know you know because the other part that's going around is you know she's come out and they're talking about She-Hulk and they're you know supposedly showing tweets and they show like actual troll tweets so like one troll tweet was you know oh hey we had hashtag me too now everything's got to be female and it's like that she hawk is proof why trolls keep getting attention because because the people who make trendy shit is they're gonna put it in the show and it's just so because this is gonna be so fucking dated in two years you know so so people that are that are that are going to ground to defend She-Hulk, they're going to forget about this in two years. So She-Hulk's not going to get 
a lot of attention or appreciation that you think it's going to get outside of, you know, hey, it's going to be Women's Month. Remember when we made She-Hulk? Like it's just it's just <laughs> such a corporate cal- it's a it's a calculated move for content and it's just you know, and eventually people will, will will fall out of that out of that mentality and they'll be like, "Yeah, man, that was super corporate, but the boys had it had it perfectly right, man." You know, Marvel has become vaught in some ways where a lot of properties are going to be, Hey, this is trending. This is what the kids are talking about. Let's put, let's make a show and put it in that. So in case it's bad, you know, we'll just write it off and then the internet will get all talkative about it and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like she Hulk is, is if an AI made a she Hulk show and Marvel is totally (laughs) bought and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just so, it's so fucking silly, but Hey, you know, a lot of motherfuckers watch pr- shit like Pretty Little Liars, so this is for you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cesario Japan. You know, actually, we'll get to the audience in just a second. But uh, yeah, I didn't plan on talking about She-Hulk's Torkin this long. I but I do try to read the pro and con, the arguments for and against stuff, and I see a lot of people try to dismiss it, even though they're not watching. Or ex- uh, what's the phrase I'm trying to say? People are cool with it and let it slide even though they're not watching like oh it's a show for women oh it's this it's that that's fine if you're having a good time with she hulk awesome clearly i don't give a shit i just think it's embarrassing but you know you know um is it too much to ask for a good spider-man tv show but jeff all the money's in the movies both fucking both pay tom holland what he needs <laughs> have his ass on tv uh, 22 weeks a year and then every three years or two years you put out a movie everyone will watch why? Because Spider-Man has been in publication since 1962. Well, 63 if you go Amazing Spider-Man number one. But my point is, there's fucking roughly a thousand comic books that you can adapt from. You could do a thousand TV shows and still do the movies. Like, it's well, endless. I mean, Just I'm, readapt the good characters. You know what's going to happen? They're, they're going to have CW do the, the, the high school version where he's all, like, you know, fucking mopey and shit. I... I don't want Mopey Spider-Man. I just <laughs> Nick, I would be the best slash worst person to make these shows because it would be like, all right, Jeff, what happens on this week's episode of Spider-Man? Well, Spider-Man fights some villains and climbs walls and does shit. My budget and, would need to be like $20 million an episode so I can have fucking Spider-Man fight people, run up walls, do backflips and shit, and then I don't but know. But here's, here's, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. They would see a return on investment because everybody would love the show because it's yeah. made by a fan, made by somebody who also loves the character. So they can bitch. They would bitch about it, and then and then once every, once the viewership goes goes all the way up, and it's the new and it's the best show. It's the you know everybody's everybody's anticipating each episode. Then they're gonna be like, oh Jeff, we were wrong. Sorry, here's more money to make a show. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I'll come back for seasons by the way, two by, through seven. By, by the Damn. by the way, by, by the way, Jeff, do you want do you want uh, James Bond as well? We, we we got that opening up too. Yeah, I would take your portfolio. Give me Spider Man, James Bond, and uh, somebody buy us the WWE. We we could fix all of entertainment. Honestly, we could do it in two years flat with the right <laughs> amount of money. Because with the right amount of money, you can get shit moving quickly. Oh, and yeah. with the right amount of money, you can hire the best writers and give them the most time to work on the script. And then I don't know. You hire a better army of CGI artists and special effects people, and you just make it better. It's yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, with with, uh, with 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 Marvel, like, I don't know, with with them being assholes to, towards all the VFX people, they might the VX the VFX people might unionize, and then they're going to have to pay a higher price and wait longer for things to to go through. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. 
Well, dude, I'm an artist. I think everyone needs to be taken care of rightly. But oh, 100%. 100%. The companies have these high, these crazy expectations. Like the only answer I can think of is just more people to do the work instead of trying to get more work out of those same people and burn them out. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, I mean, and and that that sucks because it seems like uh they want the they want the named artists, the well-known artists so they can put that in their thing it's like oh this was made by this person you know come come do it and then they you know they pay them shit and make them work ridiculous hours but they have their name on you know some new show some new new comic book something like that just just because they need they need that clout they need they need oh, to yeah. sell that thing it's the name of the game it's the name of the game baby clout yeah now uh we're gonna get going into the next segment in just a second but i'm pulling up a visual for that when we get there uh, but Dion, do me a favor. Pick a number. Pick either old, new. First off, older, new buttons, and then pick a number between one and sixty-nine. Did I cut out? No. Oh, okay. All right, Kendo. Same thing to you. Old, new button, and then pick a number between one and sixty-nine. Uh, give me a new button and forty-two. All right, you want a <laughs> new forty-two? Where are we at? Oh yeah. Yo, she bitch. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Folks, get ready for October. WCBS has a lot of surprises. Hey, um, for something next week for me. Hey, if if, if everybody had actually watched uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead and paid for stars, we would have got a season five or six by now. Just saying. Oh, yeah. I own all of them on Blu-ray, and I had stars during the run. Yeah, it was a wonderful show. It was. Now, speaking of wonderful, let's check in with our audience. First off, we have our friend Christian Van Dyke, who says, Give that man his trilogy, but he must call it Ryan Johnson's Star Wars. Watermark it with his stupid face, and every minute insert his annoying laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, it's going to be fun in a few minutes getting to talk about... um, ryan johnson star wars but be on the lookout we have a video saturday coming on coming out about the subject uh it's another long one nice full of or a nice video full of edits changes music all that good stuff just like the terminator just like the last marvel video you guys are responding so we're doing it that same way so be on the lookout this saturday for that but uh, we will be talking about ryan johnson and all the fun stuff all the terrible stuff that he brought to our community and star wars in just a moment SH Rebels 08, thank you very much. I'll take a Joe Rogan motorcycle and a horses for Dion. Well, ask and you shall receive. Ew. I'd like to apologize to my friend Dion in advance for all of the things that he has to suffer from. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that one's great. This one's not for Dion. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? There you go. Sorry, Dion. Hope you're still alive. Come on now. I, I can play the best more. Part. It's all creepy. How and would shit. you feel about She-Hulk twerking to that music? Yes. I mean, you know, CGI booty cheeks don't make it all that much better. Or you CGI, or you you mash it up to where she's twerking and the horse girls are watching. 
<laughs> they're watching I She-Hulk or they're watching me twerk? <laughs> She-Hulk. Oh. I don't know about that one, champ. <laughs> I'm just not going to watch a group. All right, what would you rather? Never mind, Dion. I'll <laughs> talk about your fantasies later off air because I don't want this show to go weird. Uh, Joseph Yenowich says, hey, hey, they're the monkeys. Three out of four are dead now. And there you go. They're too busy leaking in the coffins in the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Oh, some have been it's dead for a while. I don't think that's happening anymore, but whatever. Joseph Bianowicz, thank you very much. He says, all right, we read that one. Sorry. Xavier to God says, rumor is WWE will stay PG now. Mm. Didn't he just say fuck this last week on Raw, Matt Riddle? Uh, yep. Yeah. No, they said, uh, he's, uh, your bitch ass, and they bleeped fuck. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's as far as Matt Riddle's got a lot of other stuff going on in his personal life of his leaked tweet, um, texts and stuff like that, too. So, yikes. Bro. Actually, I like Matt Riddle quite a bit. Sorry to hear that his life is shit. Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much for your very generous super chat. He says, did you hear Disney is making a King Kong adaptation? I have not. Can't wait to see them have Anna be better than him everything. <laughs> Can't wait to have them have Anna be better than him at everything. Make Kong the villain by telling us the T-Rex is an emotionally complex creature. <laughs> I mean, I can see it happening. <clears throat> I... I don't care anymore. She gets really... me, man. I'm Kong, and I've got a troubled childhood and shit, you know, and maybe I don't want to be King Kong. I want to be Queen Kong, dog. Uh, it's so don't, weird. Don't don't put don't put that out there, Dion. Don't fucking put that out there, because they're going to do that saying, then. I'm just saying, oh, Disney, you know, Disney's going pretty hard in the paint. They're like, listen, what y'all think about this shit? They're women. Get it? Women. Women. But that's cool. But they're women too, like like, like guys, and they twerk. Megan the Stallion, you guys know Megan the Stallion, right? She's famous and she's in our show. Twerk. Don't maybe press. Don't maybe play that shit again. Women twerk. Watch. Okay. Now, do you want a little context for what the show actually is? Kinda. Sure. Disney Plus is heading to Skull Island for a live-action King Kong series that will explore the mystery and mythology of the giant ape's home. Apparently, it's in very early stages. And it's said to be based on the original 1933 film directed by Marion C. Cooper. Uh, let's see. So loosely, loosely paper, based right? on the the movie. Loosely based. Now James Wan is going to be the executive producer. Um, okay. But whoever wrote Paper Girls, Stephanie Folsom, is the writer and executive producer. So there's going to be that that slant right there. It's okay. like all right. I think that just turned off some people. Um, Paper Girls is a show, basically, Paper Girls, it's four Paper Girls are out in the delivery route when they become caught in the crossfire between warring time travelers. So it's like, all girls, stranger things. There you go. Yep, yep. <laughs> Pretty, that's the perfect way to describe that. Yeah, yeah I've seen commercials for that show and I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. I just don't care. I mean, yeah, no, it's just, it's just not, that show's not made for you. You know, it's just one of those things, man, it's... You know, corporate's like, hey, we want ladies. Let's make the ladies watch. They're going to watch this shit. Stranger Things, but they're all girls, women, twerking. Watch it. It's an Amazon <laughs> show. Why isn't that a surprise? Well, well, I mean, well, I mean as, as you know, to, to, to go to, to kind of, you know, call out to Dion's rant from last week, it's like, women don't even watch WNBA. So good luck with that. Just saying. 
if they actually cared and they actually wanted to put, you know, you know, actually affect change, you know, put your put your dollars where it counts. I'm just saying. Our next one comes from our friend Dutch Sweet. This is a very nice message, Dutch Sweet. He says, my uncle died in July and you've all helped me laugh. Well, Dutch Sweet, thank you very much for uh, those kind words. And we're glad that we can help you out because, you know, we uh, we appreciate that. And I'm using this as a transition because I did want to talk about something. I wanted to talk about this at the beginning of the show. But sadly, folks, one of our big listeners has passed away. So we've lost a few over the past few years. And uh, if you pay attention to Stealing Solo, the Fandom Menace edition, uh, the book is actually dedicated to our fan, Brandon Moist, who passed away. And it was a sad moment. He was a very young guy. And sadly, another one of our listeners, Hovsep, passed away. And he's actually been on the channel. So, folks, if you've ever seen our um, toy mega event, which I'm working on another one, it had retro blasting, guys that would become laser pants from the 3POA podcast, Salvador, and a couple other YouTubers. Hovsep joined us as well. And so that was a lot of fun. And uh, it's a sad time to hear anybody pass away. But this guy was close to my age, had a kid. And, folks, we've been tweeting out about this. So if you're uh, curious or can help or get involved in some way, uh, check out the link. We posted it on Twitter, and uh, it is tagged in our official WCBS Facebook group as well. Uh, thanks to Salvador for bringing this sad attention or bringing this sad news to my attention. But uh, the WCBS community is awesome, strong, and uh, this episode is dedicated to our fallen listener. Now, up next, we have Xavier to God, who says, Abomination CGI was trash. How does 2008 CGI look much better than the 2022 CGI? Nick, you've been following that article. You know how that's possible, right? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, once again, with, um, because cause Disney, Disney wants it fast and cheap, not good. Because there's a triangle, there's a triangle of, like, fast, cheap, and, and quality. You only have two, you can't have, you can't have three. So they, yep. they so so their so their thing is fast and cheap. That's what, that's what they're going for, and people are noticing it. People are not liking it. Um, you know, they 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 feel like they're you know, they're 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 not getting their money's worth out of these shows and stuff. So, you know, it's 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 costing Disney for them to to do these things and to take shortcuts and stuff like that. And I mean, it's as much. I mean, as as much as they you know tr- try to make a quality show. It seems like they, you know, those are few and far between. If not, just don't happen at all anymore. You know, no. so it's, yeah. Cesare Japan or Caesar Jorpin, depending on where you hear it. So can we class twerking as the most useless superhuman power after this travesty by She-Hulk? She-Hulk. Yes. That'd be a different show. It definitely goes on the list. That's for damn sure. Do you remember Superman's Super Kiss where he could make Lois Lane forget stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more useful. That's, that's an amazing superpower to have. Thank you, Superman too. Uh, God, every every guy wants that power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. hold on a second. I gotta share this with you guys. Um, this is about the She-Hulk twerking. Apparently, uh, I guess there's an outrage, or people are upset, or this, that, and the other. But somebody photoshopped She-Hulk with a a WAP. WAP uh, set of earrings. So I think this image will send <laughs> certain people over the edge. This might drown Ben Shapiro. Who knows? Oh my but God. Let's, let's just check this one out because this is. Look, the culture war is still going on. Stronger than ever, folks. And it's interesting how certain things have shifted and changed. And um, people still like to poke the bear and try to get things going and people talking. I don't really get offended. I don't give a shit. This is just. 
whatever to me it's just but like people are getting upset over this yeah whatever man i mean like i mean like once again i'm I'm not i haven't watched anything marvel um since you know since since endgame like i don't care anymore um this is this is funny this doesn't this this doesn't anger me i think it's hilarious it's just fan art yeah it's just what's not fan art it's well it's from boss logic who technically does fan art but he's like the and he also does real concept shit. He's like the the best. And a lot of people are upset with this guy. And he's like, well, you probably don't like it for all the wrong reasons. I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? I don't know. But I... <laughs> and, and, he's a, and he's a guy. That show wasn't made for you, buddy. Yeah. Go watch something else. I'm just trying to envision what She-Hulk with a WAP would look like. And it's just... <laughs> yeah, I just... I'm like... Can can you get the powers that way? Like, what what happens if you get that all over you? <laughs> yeah, it's just you know because you know she like she she, she she would be like a mega gusher because you know she's all hulked out. I'm just. I mean, it, I'm it, okay it, with it, that. That's not the end of the look, world. You know what I'm saying? It would look it would look like Niagara Falls or something like that. Just fucking. <laughs> It'd be like that. There are worse things death. that happen at that time. Yeah, it would be. It would be. It would be like like uh, like a fire hose, Kendall. It would be like a fire hose. Yeah. Look, at least hey, the She-Hulk show. Things. Yeah, I would say at least the She-Hulk show isn't like twenty episodes of her accidentally breaking dicks every episode because that'd be fucking stupid. Right. But the same like, people I mean, sit give sh- them ideas. They'll sit and champion that though. They'll go, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah, like, what? That's a, this is assault, brother. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna break dicks in season two, Jeff. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. That's there won't be a season two. <laughs> yeah. All this yes, queening doesn't equal fuck. Look, Disney Plus isn't. We t- reported this a couple weeks ago. Hulu was a better growth earner for Disney than Disney Plus. And this is so bizarre, not to sound arc. I don't care. Like I said, sex is fine. All this stuff is great. But, like, you have prided yourself as a streaming service for the family. And they're like, that's fine. But remember, family entertainment is subjective. And people get upset over this shit. So for some people, it's acceptable for their families. For others, it's not. I just think as a, a superhero company... Make the shit that appeals to the most people. Not worried about views or morals or politics. Just, like, I feel like they're poking a bear for all the wrong reasons with this show. And it's just going to hurt themselves in the long run even more. Yeah, and well, what is it? They, I think I think they're raising prices again for the the second or third time. And they're getting close to the, the, the double digits. They're getting close to being $10, $10 a month. And so what's going to happen is is that, you know, decisions are going to get made and streaming services are going to get cut. I'm just saying, like, and if, if, if they keep going up and their shows are not quality and, you know, there's nothing there for the kids to watch or whatever, it's, you know, th- there's going to have to be hard decision ma- a hard decision made, you know. You know, well, if, you know, it, ahead, it, that's eventually going to happen, you know, but. Again, you know, this is Disney trying to do this. This is the same thing that was wrong with WWE up until recently, right? Was trying to be the best of both worlds. You want to be the family streaming service, but you also want to be the hip streaming service. And clearly what you see as hip is shit like this, where, they, you know, it's twerking and and whatever the, 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 whatever the topical discussion is, it's in your fucking dialogue. Like, th- that, that's what She-Hulk is. And definitely that's going to, really push towards the situation you're talking about where you're just going to decide what you're going to cut you know and and do you want to keep disney plus which is trying to be for you but also not for you at the same time with no real identity of what it wants to be or do you want to pick something that that has a lot better idea of quality you know and and 
listen, you know, and, and some people are going to pick it and that's fine, but it ain't going to be enough to move the needle, you know, because like I said, it, you know, the crowd that, you know, stuff like She-Hulk is for, you know, they they don't stick around, you know, so and hey, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it becomes a fucking hit, but it don't look like it so far. But I wonder I wonder if people I wonder if people will um, um, cancel Disney Plus and just go to Amazon Prime and, and buy and permanently buy the Disney stuff they need on there and just have it in their, you know, their list forever. One of that's going to be a thing. They may do it. I was I was just thinking the same thing because it's, you know, let's say, for example, you buy them on disc. It's a one-time investment, and then it's done. You don't have to keep paying $5. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's it it's one of those things where it's like I, I assume a family with kids are not going to have discs or DVDs because kids. Um, oh, I and, forgot they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sticky fingers, you know, things like that is going to get ruined real quick. So I assume that, I mean, I, and I think the same assumption would be Amazon Prime where you just buy them permanently, you know, where every week or – every month whatever you buy a handful of disney movies and keep them you know in your account and that's it now the one point i guess we're gonna keep harping on though is twerking just dates the show because everybody that thinks to make the show progressive or whatever is you know whatever fine cool it dates the show because this is an old panel from a marvel comic avengers iron man says still brooding huh maybe you need some solid dick from iron man captain america responds with maybe i do shellhead Maybe I do. Now, <laughs> back in the day, folks, solid dick meant straight talk. Not anymore. Solid dick means something else that Megan the Stallion and She-Hulk would probably really enjoy. Mm. But it's also a really dated thing. Like when you read an old Spider-Man comic and Aunt May goes, oh, I'm such a piss, uh, pussy willow and all this stuff. It's like, who the fuck wrote this? Stan Lee. When? 1968. What year is it? 2022. Is it still cool? Not really. So that's all you do at these shows. Like, you can joke about the stilted dialogue or the world-ending drama of some of these Avengers movies, but they age better than something like She-Hulk or these 60s comics where you go, ooh, it was a sign of the times and we have passed. It's like bell-bottoms, you know? You don't watch Roger Moore James Bond movies and go, that's a stylish motherfucker. You go, no, who shot the couch? (laughs) Like, seriously, it's, it's just not appropriate. Why is there shag carpeting everywhere? Why is it green and gold? What's going on over here? Yeah, it's, it, it is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it is very funny watching Marvel try to be relevant, and it's you know it's like you know in the episode episode the issue of um, X Men where the Dazzler says the word Negro like it's just their intention then is to be like hey we're progressive we use the word Negro and it's like now you read that back you're like yeah oh, that's kind of fucking wild you know what I'm saying and that's all this is you know it's you know and it's it's trying to be hip for the now you know whatever man you know I'm sure that there's a a subset of the population that enjoys that but it just you know like Nick said that's that's the fast and cheap version like hey it's popular it'll be popular now and eventually it's not going to be you know they're not going to be about this shit anymore and then we can forget about it you know it's just trying to be the hey fellow kids of its time you know and you know it's it, it is literally the, the the straight dick part of our mcu it's just so funny man it's just so funny and the only sad thing watch- is they're gonna do this in other shows so hopefully you know hopefully we don't get it in daredevil you know but it's just oh it's just you know straight and- dick talk and and I, I love I love how Marvel's like yeah we're gonna, yeah Daredevil's gonna be violent it's gonna be awesome just like no it's fucking not exactly. don't honey don't honey dickers we know we know what you're planning I mean they even they when even even when they bought the ones even when they bought the ones from Netflix 
they re-edited them and took out the blood and everything. I was like, oh my god, you guys are you guys are monsters. You guys are crazy I didn't for this shit. They re-edited it. That's what I that, that's what I saw that they did, and I was just like, this is crazy, man. Like they they like they know no bounds with this shit. It's it's insane, you know. That's why I'm a fan of physical media. Everybody buy your shit on disc. It's way it's it's just it's it helps you not you know you know things get re-edited and shit like that you know it's permanent it's in your it's in your collection they can't re-edit that shit you know they can't come into your fucking house and change the disc or something so well if you download a car they'll come to your house (laughs) (laughs) you know what you know what i heard what was it i i remember reading an article about that a couple years ago where apparently that commercial cost more people to download stuff (laughs) There was a guy oh, yeah. who went to a costume party I saw on Facebook the other day, and he went dressed as you wouldn't download a car. He, it was a pirate-themed party, and he went dressed as that pirate. That's <laughs> funny. Movie pirate. That's, awesome. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, so thank you, SH Rebels, or who sent that one about the She-Hulk Torkin? That was Cesario Japan. Thank you very much. Matt G., thank you very much for your Super Chat sticker. Uh, no message, but we greatly appreciate the support. John Thomas, thank you for both of these. First off, John Thomas says, did She-Hulk stay a lawyer in the comics? Did she join an evil law firm? Well, she doesn't start out as a lawyer. She starts out... Where did, she's just Bruce Banner's cousin in the beginning, and I don't think she becomes a lawyer until the Marvel Now era, or the maybe not Marvel Now, but maybe whenever Mike Mayhew was doing the covers in the early 2000s, I think that's when the She-Hulk attorney at law stuff was in the comics, and that's what the show's based on. So... Our Dion and I, when we talk about She-Hulk, we talk about her from Fantastic Four, from her John Byrne run, when the way she existed prior to the Marvel Now update or whatever the early 2000s Marvel reinvention was. That's our frame of reference for She-Hulk, classic She-Hulk. So you can clearly see how excited we are. Uh, John right. Thomas, again, thank you. So speaking of questioning entertainment, Wangs of Prime is a, getting absolutely pummeled by legacy reviewers, Daily Mail, and Entertainment Weekly. I guess that's the Rings of Power. Um... Yeah, who's excited for that one, guys? Did that wait? Hold on, uh, did, did, did that show finally start, or has, is it going to start? No, it's not till the end of September. Okay, no, two yeah, episodes. No, two, it's already out. Two episodes premiered already. For the Rings of Power, it's on Amazon right now. September second. Oh, sorry, tomorrow, September second. So, wow, tonight essentially. <laughs> yeah. So, so tonight's the first episode of it. Uh, they're dropping two episodes. Gotcha. 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 So I have no interest in Lord of the Rings. That's the no. end of the sentence. That's just how I feel. Um, so I'm not going to watch this. I know a lot of people are like, what do you guys think? It would be disingenuous for us to try to make constant videos bitching about this show because we don't like Lord of the Rings. Nobody on this channel. Yeah. Like, just, Dion's no. the biggest fan, right? Yeah. That's it. Like, it's just Dion. So Dion, if you watch Rings of Power... Or if there's a WCBS video to be made about it, we will. But don't expect a weekly review of Amazon's Rings of Power. And I want people, you know, I don't want to scare people off and go, oh, that's what I'm looking for. We offer a lot more. So, folks. I, I will be know. watching Rings of Power. I will be watching, you know, I, I like Lord of the Rings enough to watch it. You know, so, yeah, I'll definitely watch it. We can, we can do videos on that. Now, you love Game of Thrones. So, this type of fantasy is definitely in your wheelhouse, correct? Right. Yes. Cool. Uh, well... I think that's it's interesting to see how honestly I just look at this show and go this is them trying to do Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones all in one that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this because it's like no not the brand or this or that but it's like this type of TV show the most successful one is 
uh, Game of Thrones. So you got to copy what makes money, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, and that's really what they're, they're not doing it to fucking make the world a better place. They're doing it because they think people are going to watch. You know. I mean, I thought Jeff Bezos was going to benefit emotionally. Hey, you know, maybe his wife will come back. <sighs> well, look. There was a little boy in Southern California in 1994 whose dad left him. And his dad said, hey, son, when the angels win the pennant, I'll be back. And he <laughs> prayed and he prayed oh, and he it. prayed God every night. <laughs> and the angels won the pennant. And you know what happened to that little boy? He, he got adopted by Batman. Danny Glover and he became an actor. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's exactly the story <laughs> of his life. Look it up. Damn right. <laughs> By the oh, way, God. there are, there are like two or three. There was it. There are two or three more parts to that uh, that series. Angels in the oh outfield. yeah, I've seen I've seen Angels in the End Zone. <laughs> uh, I saw that premiere live on ABC back in 1997. Yeah, I remember when when they used to have their Saturday Saturday night movies or whatever. Oh yeah, dude, I used to watch them every weekend. Uh, I think it was Sunday night, and they Sunday, were great. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Yeah, wonderful world of Disney. Sit at home with the family. My date with the president's daughter was the best one. <laughs> agreed. 100% agreed. And you know what? That one will never show up on the streaming service ever. No. because you Probably because they don't want to pay the licensing for the theme song. <laughs> I mean, they hired the, the president of the United States of America, and that's like a real band. They get a dollar every time somebody watches a God. Drew Carey show. Yeah, I think I think you can I think you can buy it on VHS on eBay for like 100 bucks or something like that. Like, that's the only place to find it. I would only pay $100 for that movie if Will Friedle himself came and delivered it to me. <laughs> <laughs> along, with copy of, would... along with a copy of, what is it, Trojan War or whatever? I would ask him to talk to me about Batman Beyond for a couple of hours. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, um, by the way, this Lord of the Rings talk is apparently about racism. So the Lord of the Rings show, this is from NBC News, will quietly confront the uncomfortable legacy of racial differences in J.R.R. Tolkien's world. Isn't that yeah. golden? I mean, It's a bit much, man. It's a bit like, you know, instead of just putting folks in there and just having that be the case, you know, they're, they're showcasing, like, there was a, one where it's the dude, the elf with the dreadlocks, and it's a black dude. It's like, whatever, man. Dreadlocks in Middle Earth? Yeah, which is, I mean, it's possible, like, whatever. You listen, know, man, possible. listen, man, apparently, apparently, they're making, middle, they're making a big deal out of it. Apparently, you know? Middle Earth is Jamaica. Apparently, hey, right near the beach, boy. Hey, listen, that's exactly near the beach, man. Is. We got that hooch. We sent it up with the Rangers. Yeah, you know, fuck it, you know, but <laughs> them just getting so excited about it. It's like, okay, man, like, you know, Lord of the Rings fans don't give that much of a shit about it. The ones who do are complaining about it, and they're all pussies anyway. Yeah, I, I'm just, just gonna move on. Um, thank you though, John Thomas, for both of those. Sh Rebels 08 says next week on She Hulk. She Hulk queef. Oh. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. Oh if Disney, God, no. if Disney does that, I mean, I'm, I mean, they probably yeah, will. Yeah, Disney's gonna be like, hey, yo, look at this queef. Look at these green cheeks. Like, yeah. But again, we stopped working, so who knows? Yeah, true. But I thought this was family entertainment, Disney. Like, why is it okay? No. Why is it okay for that to be acceptable from Disney? But why can't you show a movie where somebody gets shot with a gun? Like, right. They're both fictionalized scenarios where no one actually gets hurt. But why is one more acceptable than the other? And that's a question I'm asking intentionally for those out there because it's hypocritical how a lot of these places like to operate. It's like you're either gonna show it all or show none of it but don't choose and 
pick and choose, you know, just on whatever your ideals are or yeah, whoever. We don't want to. We don't want to see violence, but we're gonna reference sex. Like, yeah, that's what twerking is. Like what? Like that's what's so funny about that. Like anyone's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but for grown women, bro, like what? She, the, you twerk to show off your ass so you can fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what, that's what that move is for. It's not about empowerment. It's Birds not some the kind of fucking Deon Green. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, and and even if it is, that's fine. But just be upfront about you know doing this. Like, so are you trying to bring up the conversation of sex? You know, with with people who watch Seahawk. Okay, cool. You're doing it on Disney Plus. Yeah, think, yeah. Like, and it's and it's just like that's the road we're going down, which is fine. Like, I'm cool if that's if you just say, it, I'm like, okay, if that was your goal, you know, whatever. People aren't gonna want to watch that all the fucking time. But damn, like the fact that the beginning of the show talks about being catcalled and the pressures of being a woman, which you know is a conversation. I get it. But then by episode three, you're showing twerking, like, and you just don't see. They're like that's a bit of an emotional roller coaster we're going on right now. You well, know? that's because the person that wrote that into the thing probably thought that she's like, that is so female empowering. It's like, uh, okay, sure. And and look, and maybe if 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 it is, and she all becomes a huge success, then we're wrong. But it doesn't fucking sound like it is. You know, you don't have to remind women like, hey, you're a woman, and you have you know you deal with anger all the time, and you like to twerk to Megan The Stallion, and it's just like. That's what Disney Plus thinks this conversation is, is, hey, we'll talk about the serious stuff, and then we're going to talk about twerking. And it's like, okay, I, I, if, if, it, if it works, it works. You know, but it, it doesn't sound like, you know, women are like, you know what? They brought up anger issues and twerking. This show gets me. Yeah, we'll I'm see. just glad we don't. <laughs> what do young women really like? Suppressing their anger. They don't like being catcalled, and they like twerking. Let's put that in a show. Right, like that's what's so funny about it. Yeah, yeah. The 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 next episode of we'll, we'll be doing TikTok dances during work. That's that's gonna be the next the next episode. Well, it's like it's like imagine if if you know you you have a scene that's about twerking and Breaking Bad. Like the the theme <laughs> of the show continues through the episodes. It's a coherent <clears throat> theme, and you know, fucking She Hulk is trying to do everything. Like we're gonna be serious, and we're gonna have a. Sh- a part where Megan the Stallion is twerking and so is She Hulk. Like, you know, and then we you know, the 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 picture that Jeff just showed with Megan the Stallion and She Hulk. Like, hey women, you know, you're cool with cultural appropriation. She Hulk's <laughs> hair is like Megan the Stallion's hair. Cause she's not black, but she's green and she likes to twerk. Yeah. Like it's but like Dion, oh, the whole thing is about colored people people of color she hawks green exactly. green's a color true and tatiana's playing her you know and she's fucking who the fuck is she to me you know she's whatever bro you know she's and she's, hey. she's actually she's actually she's actually white i looked up her uh hey, her background you know. it's yeah <laughs> she looks she looks she looks spanish or whatever but she's not she really isn't i mean i can't remember whose cousin she is but you know it's just it's a she's corporate... mark ruffalo's cousin mark ruffalo's... she is you know like in but real it's just life so funny watching this corporate creation you know trying to be hip just... all right there you go I, I i got the lowdown tatiana maslani was born in regina saskatchewan and she's the daughter of blah 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 blah, blah. she has two younger brothers. uh she has austrian german polish romanian and ukrainian ancestry. that's white that's white so, 
That's, that's all that is. Those are all code words for super white, super white, Eastern European white. Hey, you know. It's just is you know, hey, they they love people look they they can put the Eastern European woman next to Megan the Stallion and their hair is up. So we understand you women, black women especially, because hey, Megan the Stallion's in this. Ah. She she's she's Austrian and German, which means she's totally down with minorities, historically speaking at least. <laughs> like the, like Megan the Stallion's <laughs> holding her tongue out, like she signs it's so funny. She signs the document for them to for her to be for them to be her attorneys, and she sticks her tongue out. Because hey, that's what Megan the Stallion does, bitch. Sticks the tongue out. Ah, twerk. And that's just so corporate. It's so fucking well, funny. Let's let's talk about a couple other things because there's a Marvel topic I do want to get to before we get to our Ryan Johnson stuff. Because Dion, I have to I want you to hear what Ryan Johnson said about Star Wars The Last Jedi five years later. He's still talking about it because they think we still give a fuck about his trilogy. We no. do, but not for the reasons they think. Correct. Ross, sorry, Rod Thunderheart says, Hail WCBS. Whatever keeps people talking. What's right isn't always popular. What's popular isn't always what's right. I agree with that. I agree with Absolutely. that statement 100%. Amen to that. Darian217 with a massive, generous super chat. Thank you, Darian217. Thor, Love and Cuck is now the worst rated Thor film of the series. Love and Thunder has a 65% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, making it the lowest. Now the Dark World wins by 1% at 66%. <laughs> also, there was a I request mean, for this. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? Sorry, buddy. I mean, that's that was from Darian217. So, you ask Darian when I see you. Yeah, he'll be at WrestleMania. Folks, join us at the WrestleMania fan meetup March 30th and 31st. And if you're one of the 100,000 people that got a ticket to go to WrestleMania and you're a WCBS fan, because that Venn diagram definitely crosses, uh, hang out with us. We'll have a at WrestleMania, post WrestleMania meetup. We'll have all of that stuff. We're not announcing that now because we want everyone to know that this is a WCBS meetup and you don't have to be a wrestling fan. Uh, we had one right before WrestleMania. We hung out with Ninja Lawyer Steve, uh, Infinite Wanderer, uh, a lot more people, honestly. I, it's, it's hard to remember everybody's name, but, like, folks, make sure you come out to these. They're a lot of fun. But I, Thor Love and Thunder, man, I know, Dion, you were sweeter on it than I was when we first saw it. In hindsight, it is my third or fourth least favorite Marvel movie. I'm going to put, like, Captain Marvel. The, okay, The Eternals is the worst. Captain Marvel. And then maybe Iron Man 3. Not Iron Man 3. Love and Thunder's up there for me. I absolutely dislike that one. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I mean, I'd probably watch it again, but not for a while. I mean, I, I liked it. It's okay. You know, it, it definitely, like I said before, you know, I liked it enough. and But I would never have Tiki with you do another Marvel movie. You know? But... Yeah. It, you know, there were some okay parts, and there was parts where you know, again, you know, it's 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 pretty dated. You know, it's it's you know, it's like watching a fucking Backstreet Boys music video. You know, it's it's a, it's a sign of the times. It makes you, you, know, you don't watch life, it every fucking day. Apparently, apparently, uh, Dion's lab YouTube library is Backstreet Boy videos. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
every once in a while. And I'll be like, hey, Art what was simple. on in the 90s? Let me watch a compilation, you know? And that's what... Backstreet's back, all right, okay? That's what Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder is. It's a fucking... It's a Backstreet's back, all right moment in the MCU. So, like I said, do not bring Tiki Watiti back. Let him go off and do his bullshit now. Thank you. You've had listen, listen. Just, just let it. Let, let him do his show. Uh, you know, uh, we're we're in the shadows or whatever. That's a fun show. That show's great show. really good. Um, let him just do that. Just yep. keep him there. That's fine. Um, I know his. I, 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 I think. I think his show, Our Flag Means Death, might be on the chopping block at H, HBO Max. So. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, we will. Well, I personally won't. You guys will. Yeah. Um, bye, Tika. Cesare Japan, thank you very much, says, uh, ask, asks a question, and instead of me reading it, I'll just do what you ask so I don't ruin the fun. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. Alexa, unmute. <laughs> Cesario Japan, thank you very much for that one. Uh, Watchman of Yah, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, Fuck Mary Kill, full contact karate edition. Benny the Jet, Chuck Norris, Van Damme. Also, check out Jackie Chan versus Benny the Jet fight scene. Highly recommend it. Number 42, number 69, and a new button, please. Watchman of Yah, you will get all of those in just a moment. But Dion. You are, yeah. You're up first, my friend, since you are the martial arts expert here on WCBS. Folks, if you <laughs> didn't know, Dion and I have spent years watching martial arts films, but Dion has taken it even further. For as much as I love to talk about the classics, the Bruce Lees, the Sammo Hungs, the Jackie Chans, the Donnie Yens, Dion likes to take it further with martial arts I've never heard of, and he pulls out a collection of films I've never seen, but then goes, bro, check this out, and I'm always blown away. So if you have any martial arts recommendations or questions, always ask Dion because he's the guy to know. So with that in mind, Dion, where do you rank these in Fuck, Mary Kill? Benny the Jet, Chuck Norris, and Van Damme. Um, damn. I would go Chuck, Benny, Van Damme in terms of best to least. Because Chuck, Chuck uh, is just classic, and I love Van Damme. That dude was very gimmicky, but and Benny Benny was under fucking rated. Well, I will follow up. Not to be mean to Benny, but fuck uh, Van Dam, marry Chuck Norris because if you don't, you're fucked. And then um, Benny the Jet because I don't know him as well as the other two. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Van Dam because I love that man. And his movies as ever since I was a kid. Saw Bloodsport for the first time. Gonna fuck Chuck and hope I survive. And then I'm going to kill Benny because again, I don't I don't know as much about Benny, so I gotta take the other two ahead of him. Yeah, I was I was gonna go that route as well. I don't know I don't know Benny either, so sorry, Benny. We're gonna not end this show with Benny and the Jets. Up next we have our friend uh, or for sorry, Watchman of Yah has his three buttons. All right, so Watchman of Yah asks for a forty-two, a sixty-nine, and a new button. So first off, here's a forty-two. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. We'll have a screening of that in uh, November, folks. Excellent. Up next, your next button. Well, all right, we'll use this one. 
You're never gonna regret this, Ray. My parents left me that house. I was born there. You're not gonna lose the house. Everybody has three mortgages nowadays. But at 19%, you didn't even bargain with the guy. Ray, for your information, the interest rate alone for the first five years comes to $95,000. There you go. And they think interest rates and inflation's bad now. Oof. Yeah. Fucking. That's why the Ghostbusters actually went out um, of business. Not because of the government. Because of uh, that bad business loan. Thanks, Peter. And you requested a new button. So here you go. Dylan! You son of a bitch. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We have just seen... Um... We've seen the best unintentionally, you know, wonderful comedy in the last decade. So that's what we saw there. Hey, hey, Kendo, this is for you, buddy. <laughs> Never going to win flying like that, guys. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, the Fuck Mary Kills are coming in early. So folks will be playing that game all night. Send them in. We'll play that. From Xavier to God, Fuck Mary Kill, Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, and Tom and Jerry. Nick, why don't you? Oh shit! Ooh. Well, I mean, that's easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Scooby Doo. I'm going to fuck Lee Tunes, and I'm gonna kill Tom and Jerry. Um, yeah, I that's I I do love I do love Tom and Jerry, but Looney Tunes just needs to get more of a variety between uh, more characters. So, yeah, Kendo. Oh, I'm going to fuck Tom and Jerry. I'm going to marry Looney Tunes, and I'm going to kill Scooby Doo, Old Yeller style. You motherfucker, Dion. What about you, sir? Uh, give me marry Scooby Doo, fuck Tom and Jerry, and um, kill. No, fuck. Marry Looney Tunes, fuck Tom and Jerry, kill um, Scooby Doo. I'm going to. Mary Looney Tunes fuck Scooby-Doo and kill Tom and Jerry. Looney Tunes has so much of a history that it's hard to overlook all of that. And Scooby-Doo has Scrappy-Doo, so it's hard to overlook that. But other than yeah. that, Scooby-Doo is solid. <laughs> like, I love all the Scooby-Doo movies. They meet the Addams Family, you know, uh, Batman and Robin, Jay and Silent Bob. That'd be a good one. The only ones I didn't like were the wrestling ones. I thought those were pretty stupid. Those are those are fucking terrible to watch. I've I've watched. I think they've done two of them already. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're, the they're really bad. The Harlem Globetrotters one's legit. Yeah, even the one they did last year for Halloween that was like Elvira and a bunch of other characters as well was was fun. I know Ooh, there's one. Elvira? Yeah, yeah, but, but before she went a little, a little crazy. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Are you still a fan? Uh, no, no, because she said some, some wild shit when people were like heavily against Rogan. I'm just like, you don't know what you're talking about. I, so I've, I, 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 I after after that, I was kind of like, ah, God, lady, uh, you, you're you're already on the fringe of like society anyway. It's like now you're just now, now nobody wants to deal with you. I've always liked the character Elvira, but I don't give a shit what Cassandra Peterson has to say personally. Like, she's yeah, she not gets, isn't as important yeah, to me as other people. Like, I mean, I'm glad I picked up the NECA figure because once again, she's iconic and things like that. That's fine. But yeah, just her just her views and stuff like that. It's like nobody wanted to hear that from you. Nobody cared. Who yeah, are you? She did, <laughs> yeah, she got to. Yeah, I mean, like I get it, but you know, like her her talking out against like her old character. I'm just like, 
like the early, you know, like talking out about the tits and stuff. I'm like, come on. Like, really? Lady, that's the only reason you became famous. You're not right. funny. Your jokes fucking suck. You're not Vampira. You're a fucking ripoff, and so that makes you famous because you have big tits. That's it. That's literally it. Well, like it's so it's so funny. It's like I'm so embarrassed of what made me famous. Okay, let's hear about uh, who's famous for other reasons. Oh, I'm so embarrassed because of my great physique. Said uh, I don't know The Rock or somebody. Like what the fuck? This is dumb. It's like look. Well, here's lady, the we get it. Here's the here's the funny thing. When Shutter was uh, you know I think I, I, when when Shutter started you know they wanted to have a, like you know um. A live show or like a weekly show and so i think elvira elvira went in first and pitched her show and they didn't want her they wanted joe bob well joe bob broke the fucking internet you know yeah because joe bob went away elvira has never gone away like yeah. even in a bad way it's like every halloween season here's elvira every big convention here's elvira it's like great yeah yeah, that's true. That's She's like death true. and taxes. She's gonna be here next year. <laughs> yeah, and I and yeah, that's just how it is, man. And it, it it was funny because I think I think they did like a Halloween special for her or like some sort of holiday special for her a couple years ago, and nobody gave a shit. Like literally, nobody gave a shit. And Joe Bob has got approved for season five and six, and five and six now, or at least season five. And there's like. People are always on on Shutter watching that stuff um, every Friday whenever he's on. Like they would, I I wish they would do more sh more shows, but they can't. They can only do so many. I know they're having like a Halloween special as well, but like they can only do so much. And it's a wonderful right. show. I mean, I've, I've I've got I got to I got to meet um, Joe Bob and Darcy at a convention in Knoxville a few months ago, and they're wonderful people. Like <laughs> the banter you see. Between them on the show is is also in real life. It's hilarious. Good. I bought the Joe Bob Briggs figure. I was a fan of his return. I was on board with all that shit. So, yay horror. Um, he's a, he, he's uh, as tall, right, he's as, tall as you are. He's as tall oh, as you is? are. Yeah, he's fucking tall, man. Because when he stood up to take a picture with us, I was like, holy shit. That was my surprise when we <laughs> were hanging out with the Godfather last year. It was just like, oh wait, you're. Not as tall as I am. Oh well, you're still cool as hell, but yeah, <laughs> I thought he'd be taller, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, Joe Joe is, is is quite tall. I was surprised. I'm just like, because you see him on the couch on TV, and he's like, he looks kind of small and stuff like that. But when he when he was standing up, I was like, oh my god. Now, folks, we have a lot more super chats to read, so we're gonna read one more, and then we're gonna move. Actually, we're gonna read two more, and then we're gonna move on to the next segment. So, folks, thank you for supporting the show. We will get to everyone like we always do. We don't like to do. Uh, later shows about Super Chats. If you guys are here to support WCBS, then we're here to entertain you until everything is done. So, folks, thank you for making that happen. Ninja Lawyer Steve. There are angels in the outfield because that's where I hid the bodies. <laughs> folks, I mean, I mean that, would be, that would be the fucking Rob Zombie version of Angels in the Outfield, okay? Pretty much, yeah. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> Who would Sherry Moon Zombie play? Would she play Maggie, the chick that uh, runs the foster home? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. And she and she, she'd, she'd be a bitch the whole time. You little motherfuckers! What do you think you're doing? You got to go to the fucking. Uh, you're you're what's the parole? Not parole officer. What do kids get uh, in foster homes? They're social worker. That's social worker. There it's you just go. gonna be her yelling about how you're uh, gonna get a job. Yeah. 
Your parents don't fucking love you. They left you here, you little piece of shit. Like, that's her movie. She would, con just... she would constantly call them little cunts all the time. Wait, you said the magic C word, Nick. You know what that means, right? Oh, God. Yeah. You, oh, God. you said the C word. Now you got to hear it. Remember what I told you. Don't be a cunt. I mean that is good advice. I mean that's a and also that's a far better show than She-Hulk. So uh, I would bet my life on that, and I've never <laughs> seen She-Hulk. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I'm not oblivious to people like Eric Kripke or other people's views. It's that they can make a show that either has them and is still entertaining, or devoid of them, or how to make fun of both sides equally in different ways. And that's what I get out of The Boys. I get a show that makes fun of all sides of the spectrum, and uh, at Disney, well, it pokes fun at Disney as well, so I'm really into that. Uh, I'll stand by that show, Nick. Yeah, and then, yeah I, think, I think I think they got two more seasons in the, than they're out, which I'm fine with. Oh so yeah, entire, I'd rather end it on good. a high note. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now our friend Mini Mages sends in a very generous super chat. Thank you very, uh, thank you very much, Mini Mages. Doing a drive by as I'll hear you lads tomorrow. Dragon Con 2014. I got beer fest level drunk and ran into so many guests and ended the night uh, with following the Mandalorian group. Fun times. <laughs> Nick, yeah, I've Dragon um, Con in 2014, weren't you? Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be there tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, hopefully. Um. Dude, it's uh, I I remember one time uh, a friend of mine um was it we got drunk and we got we got high as well and it was the it was the best time ever for like 2 hours I didn't know where I was but it was fine. Um I ended up getting back to my car and being okay that that day. But uh no, it was it's it, I always love Dragon Con, man. It's always a good time. I have uh, there's a bunch of stuff to do there. Um there's no like waiting in line like you do with Comic Con for eight hours to see the fucking new Marvel trailer. There's none of that shit. Um, there's a bunch of things to do. I know there's like a whole NASA like NASA segment as well where they're going to talk about their missions and even the Dart mission and things like that. There's stuff for the Expanse. There's all kinds of sci-fi and horror stuff as well. Uh, there's a movie room where they show random movies the whole weekend. They even have independent films as well in their screening room. Like it's a it's a fun time. Well, I'm gonna. I want to go in 2024. Actually, I want to shoot for next year because I want to hang out with you. I want to hang out with Michael from Retro Blast and uh, all kinds of people. Uh, Dragon. Con yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, just just make sure you like if you if if you do it, buy your ticket as soon as this one ends. It'll be like super cheap then. Oh, good. That's when I will because uh, I don't want to pay through the nose. Yeah, if you if like like if you if you buy a day of, it's like 170 dollars, I think, or something for the oh, weekend. No, thank you. So, folks, we will be back to you in just a moment, but let's talk about what's going on right now. Ryan Johnson, let's go back to 2017 when this little unknown channel was talking about pretty much the same shit we do uh, now on YouTube, at least on the stream. But then Star Wars The Last Jedi comes out and changes everything. And one man, Ryan Johnson, could never stop running his mouth and helping us have fun at his expense. And so we're five years removed from the worst Star Wars film ever, and there's hope that he could come back. So I'm going to ask you one simple question. Dion, what is the shittiest Star Wars movie in your opinion? Is it The Last Jedi? Uh, it's it's so close between The Last Jedi and uh, Rise of Skywalker, but La Last Jedi is it's never going to be above the bottom two. It's always going to be in the bottom two. 
Uh, you, uh, Nick, Kenda, what about you guys? Yeah, it's if you put a gun to my face and say you have to watch one of the two worst ones, what are you going to pick? I'm going to pick Rise of Skywalker over The Last Jedi because yeah. at least I can find some semblances of entertainment out of The Rise of Skywalker. Not for the good reasons, but you know, I can get entertainment from it. Uh, I couldn't get any entertainment whatsoever from The Last Jedi. It was just from beginning to end just bad yeah i feel like um like because it, it it seems like everybody i've talked to who who was okay with this with the the disney the disney sequels when they get to that one they become very divided they, they either really like it because you know they you know they did they did new things and you know um and uh, they did new stuff with it as you know it wasn't boring like you know like george lucas might have done or they hate it because it's so far off that it doesn't make sense yeah, I, I agree with all these assessments. I'll go Force Awakens as the worst Star Wars movie because it opens the door for everything we just oh, talked about. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the worst long term for it, obviously. For sure. I, I can absolutely see that. You know what's interesting about The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi that no one talks about? What's that? The fucking budgets are rumored to be $300 million for the first one, Force Awakens, and 317 for The Last Jedi. No other fucking movies cost that much on the record books. And then the right. people want to tell, well, they still made a billion dollars. How fucking expensive were these ones, though? They're not as profitable well, as anything else. And also remember, what was it? Uh, Rise of Skywalker was still filming like six weeks before the movie was supposed to come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember, remember that. that? Oh, yeah. We, we kept hearing the rumors like, they're still shooting now because it's still shooting well, we, Dude, we were watching Thursday Night Football. Well, we were doing the podcast, and Dion and I were watching Thursday Night Football in our respective homes, and there was an ad for the Rise of Skywalker in theaters, you know, coming soon, like three weeks around, and it the thing said this film not yet ra- rated, which means they did not have a final cut that they had even su- submitted to the MPAA three weeks out. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. which, which like, happened to movies, but not to a major blockbuster like Star Wars weeks before it's supposed to come out like that was mm-hmm. fucking wild that was fucking wild and 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 to nick's point about people who are divided those who defend rise of sky or um defend the last jedi it's like even if you think it's good you know you can't just blame trolls on that movie mm-hmm. like for it like yeah it made a billion it made less than fucking the force awakens and even if you even if you subscribe to the notion that they panicked or whatever, da, da, da. like that's a that's a that's a mark of how bad a movie is. It's not good, and then it was sabotaged by the studio. It's the opposite. Like that's you know, the fucking movies where the only movies where you have that much of a tone shift between one, two, and three, they're either Citizen Kane or they're garbage. Like there is no way in between. And the Last Jedi is just not Citizen Kane, man. Mm-mm. It's not. It's a Wonderful Life, where it's just so different that people shed on it. You know, it was a crazily weird turnaround for a franchise put on by a studio who didn't know what it wanted to be. Like, yes, it is technically Star Wars, but goddamn, like even if you like these movies, you have to admit it is a corporate fuck up, man. It is a fucking corporate nightmare. You know, and that doesn't make it good. 
And it's wild to see that and then be surprised at things like She-Hulk. Like you have this, you know, it's, 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 it's quantity over quality, man. And no, and God damn it. Ryan Johnson is, you know, he has no, he has no choice. He has nothing left but to defend this movie. So he's never going to be like, yeah, I made this movie in the studio. Got it, got involved. He's not going to say that until he's in his seventies, you know, but damn man, like, you know, he's going to double down, but objectively, if you watch those movies, like it's just, you know, it's it's if you had a billion dollars to make a movie and you fuck it up, like that's what these films are. And <laughs> and I'm not surprised that he's still talking about it because that's his meal ticket. You know, no, even if it's not good, even if he's if if he's right and he's a good filmmaker, The Last Jedi is going to be on the bottom of his fucking catalog. And it's just so funny watching people defend it and fight so hard for it. Where even they are like, "Yeah, I mean, I understand." But if you're if you're agreeing with a lot of my points, that means that you mostly agree with what I'm saying, and that that movie fucking sucks. Like Daisy really ain't doing shit with Star Wars lately. That movie wasn't good. And it did Ryan, nothing for her career, bro. Right, man. And this shit that. You know, he wants to do it. You know, he's blah, blah, blah. He's it's just fan service, man. If 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 he was so good, they would have gave him a trilogy right after. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd, we'd see the first movie by now. If it was so good, you can't blame trolls and shit for this. They don't have that much sway over a movie studio. No, so they that's know, an excuse. It's an excuse, exactly. If it may, if it was so successful, they would not hesitate to pull the fucking trigger because that's what movie studios do. The minute they sense something is is successful, they copy carbon it and they put it back out. You know, everyone. It's funny that the people that defend the Last Jedi all admit that movie studios just do what works, and you know that, and they still aren't giving Ryan Johnson his trilogy. Well, hold on, Dion. There's more, because we have information about that. Thank you for the transition. Star Wars The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson is currently busy with his Knives Out franchise, but his heart is still set on eventually returning to Star Wars to work on his previously announced trilogy. Guys, thank God it's happening. (laughs) Now, 2017, it's been five years, Internet, and he doesn't have a trilogy, son. Now, Ryan Johnson... Paramount gave him money for Star Trek Five, so don't tell me that him not getting it is because he's doing other shit. Bitch, it's been five years. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, here, let's hear what he has to say. I've stayed close to Kathleen Kennedy, and we get together often and talk about it. Ryan Johnson said. It's just at this point a matter of schedule and when it can happen. It would break my heart if I were finished, if I could not get back in the sandbox at some point. Now, let me pull up a quote for Ryan Johnson about uh, earlier, or from earlier, because he talks about going up to bat with Star Wars and knocking it out of the park. Um, yeah, well, he says, technically, technically, you can hit a foul ball out of the park, so there you go. John, this is what Kathleen Kennedy said about Ryan Johnson. Ryan had such a gigantic success with, success, ah, success with Knives Out, and he's very committed to try and get those done. She said, that's where we are. We have to plan three to five years in advance. We love Ryan Johnson. Recently, <laughs> Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
if 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 you love him so much, you would have taken him away. You're gonna, you should have taken him away from Netflix to do his three fucking movies. Then I'm just saying, you're Disney. You got the money for it. If you have, if if if, if you're if you're doing all this lip service and you and you and you talk about this shit, put your money where your mouth is. So so you mm-hmm. made a point, Nick, that you don't even realize. If he was so good, why is he going from Disney to Netflix? Like that that Agreed. alone, you could just full stop right there. If they were planning it four or five years ahead, you know, bitch, The Last Jedi came out two years after, or yeah, two years after the, uh, or excuse me, Rise of Skywalker was two years after The Last Jedi. So, like now you're now you're planning four or five years ahead. Then why are you why are you running in Netflix? Shouldn't you be planning they, this movie four or five years ahead, dude? They don't yeah. have any things to work from Dion so of course it takes him that long because he's so good that's why you're working from scratch he's so good you have to go four five years in the future in terms of planning but but the last Jedi was a success you got to plan out five years from now like you can't have both dude he can't be really good and underrated but also it's going to take a, a decade between the movies that we give him. Like, well, all, he's so uh, awesome, but his sequel that was super successful got downgraded to Netflix. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, this snake oil salesman stuff just pisses me off. It's just, like, Ryan, yeah. he's so good. He, he took a chance with The Last Jedi, so much so that they didn't give him The, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Dion, it's like it's like people are like, oh my god, this quarterback is so amazing, but he plays in like the arena league. It's like okay, exactly, well, if, if exactly. He, if he's if he's so wonderful, how come he went undrafted? Now he plays in the arena league. Exactly. Like yeah. Ryan Johnson is the Geno Smith of filmmaking. Oh, G- look, Geno Smith at least has been named the week one starter for Seattle, so don't give well, him that much credit. Hey, how long is that gonna last? Uh, he, he, okay, he's like the Drew Lock. We'll give him the Drew Lock, and no, it's not gonna last very long. But it might last longer than you think because Seattle's backup choice, if it's not Geno, is True Lock. So. Tough times ahead for you Seahawks fans out there. Welcome to the rebuild. Now, while we're on the subject of Ryan Johnson, we'll continue on with his interview, where he said. I, when I was up at bat, I really swung at the ball, Johnson said. I hope the film is an affirmation of the power of the myth of Star Wars in our lives. For me, the process of stripping away is always the interest of getting to something essential that really matters. Um, I think he stripped away anything that, uh, you know. Would the be movie possible. started with, with, a, with, with a your mama joke. True. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, and also, also he deviated from what was it, Finn and Ray being together. He cut that. He cut that uh, that that relationship and made it to the two white people being together. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And he and he made he he made the black guy go after the Asian chick. I'm just saying. He did. Yeah. So I mean, like he's (laughs) which is really fucked up, which is really screwed up because like. Finn and, Finn and Ray were supposed to be a thing in the first movie. Like that was kind of obvious. And then she, and then, and 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 then I guess the, you know they they went CW with it because it's like, oh, Ray wants the bad boy, she wants Kylo. He's At so least dark it wasn't and emotional. I can change him. 
<laughs> do people not remember, at least the people that own the Star Wars rights, do they not remember all the shit that happened after The Last Jedi? It's not like Ryan Johnson made a Star Wars movie and everyone was excited. It was like, this movie's terrible. How did it get made? And then everything subsequently sucked to the point where they yeah. had Solo come out and it fucking flopped. Like, yeah. Well, and, and and even then, you had ones that the star destroyers like chase those, chase the, chase the other ships because they ran out of fucking fuel. They couldn't just like, yeah. fucking light speed ahead, or light speed past them, turn around and shoot them. Everybody was like, yeah, they have the ability to do that. Why don't they fucking do that? Well, that's they because they don't have enough fuel, guys. Yeah, that's because Ryan well, Johnson one thought ship, one ship can go to light speed, but the others can't, or something. Yeah. Well, that and you know, Ryan Johnson thought what we needed in space was. You know, slow bombers flying in <laughs> over a target, and somehow the bombs would work in space. And then, um, then we also needed was a slow speed chase at high speeds through space, and the introduction of uh, space fuel or spuel, which had never been a thing up to that point. But I'm uh, yeah, no, I'm looking for General Hux. I'll hold. Yeah, that that whole that was that, a, that was a whole that was a joke in the movie, yeah. guys. You didn't laugh. Yeah. Let me let me yeah, try it yeah. again. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for General Hux. Okay, I'll hold. You're still not laughing, guys. Is that not funny? Clearly not. Um, also, I think it's delivery. Try, try it again with a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, projection. Right, right. Sorry. 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 <clears throat> it's a Star Wars. Sorry. I got to Let me let me get in the zone here. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with the resistance. Um, I'm here for General Hux. Wrong! <laughs> See, now that's a funny joke. <laughs> that fucking well, movie, dude. Well, and, and, and even in the beginning, you had what was it? The the enemy ship shooting shooting at the fucking planet when like they'd cleared out most of the fucking people. Anyways, they, they should have shot at the ships that are coming up. They kept shooting at the goddamn base that was empty. Yeah. Like, no, like I, I remember seeing this. And I was like, "Why are they shooting at the base that's empty? Where they cleaned them out? Why aren't they shooting at the Dude. ships that are coming out, of, coming yo, off the planet?" Yo, 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 hang on. Let's go back to the original idea here, which was, this was his. He did this on his first draft. <laughs> oh yeah, remember I that? Forgot. Remember that? That was like a point of pride to him was that he did. He he made just one draft, and that was that was perfect. There was no edits or nothing that needed to be done. Meanwhile, somebody like me is writing a paper for a master's thing last week that was just a one-page theme over something. And I looked at it, and I went over it, and I proofread it a couple times and edited a few things for like an hour. So, And that was just one page. So, But I don't have a Saturn Award, so what the fuck do I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you're just a hater. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... It... When I when I heard that after I was like, oh okay, it shows that this was the first draft. Yeah, uh, totally. But Hollywood, and that where he fell upwards, that he was gonna drop a fucking banger. Which well, apparently, so well, 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 Jeff, apparently, upward is going to net, going to Netflix, and then like you know, still having lunch with Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> well, you know, I would rather be on Netflix than getting my ass laughed out of movie theaters. I guess if I was Ryan Johnson, I mean. Outside of Star Wars, he is not a filmmaker I like. He was just there. Uh, because of Star Wars, he's just... I don't know. He sucks. It's, it's, easy to, uh, it's easy to phrase it like that. Like Ryan Johnson brought nothing to the table. He likes to try and subvert our expectations. He likes to be deep and philosophical. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And the problem is, he doesn't actually get it. His type of filmmaking is weird. His type of filmmaking is edgy. His type of filmmaking is not Star Wars. 
I really wish... Like, look, this situation is just Hollywood hubris at its finest. Five years later, and we're still going to double down on this thing getting made. Uh-uh. No one cares. We cared about Star Wars forever until you guys started making these new movies, and now people have left. You know so, what would really subvert our expectations, Ryan? If you did something good. I would like that, but I don't expect well, it. Well, I mean, it's going to do something good, but it won't be on Disney+. Plus. It'll be on Netflix. Like, it's always got to be the little Ryan Johnson twist in it. Like, yeah, she's a good person, but she throws up when she lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, like, the thing oh, is, God. he sees ghosts, but he's dead the whole time. Um, they, they did that before already, right? <laughs> yeah, but this one will be in space. They haven't done it in space. <laughs> oh, if okay. he does that, if he does it, I'm calling cultural appropriation right fucking now. <laughs> Why, you don't own space? NASA does. No. Because <laughs> he's copying M. Night Shyamalan, that's why. Even though that that well, guy's still hit and miss too, but you know, yeah, for, he's made for, more hits than uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's had more of a cultural impact with with uh, Sixth Sense than anything else, right, dude? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the Sixth Sense was okay. What was a bigger impact in 1999, the Sixth Sense or the Matrix? Oh. <laughs> okay, both were. Both were because if you yeah. if you remember what was it, scary movie, they made they made both those dumb jokes in the, in the same movie. Where yeah, people were leaning true. back and dodging bullets or whatever the fuck it was, and they were like, I see dead people. I'm high too, no? man. Like that was a thing. Yeah. Nick, it was I but, see white people. No, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Something like that. But it give him credit though, nobody saw that twist coming and that was pretty fucking bull. Wow, really? Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and and everybody seems to forget Unbreakable, which is really sad because that movie is fucking genius. Amen so to good. that. So Amen good. Amen to that. Now, I don't think this trilogy is ever going to get made. I don't expect it to uh, have any demand. It's like, what demand? What do people expect out of Disney to keep making a Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy for? It's like... Nobody wanted it the first time. Nobody's going to want it the to, second time. To, to Just stop the haters. About it. <laughs> Is it really worth a couple hundred million dollars to own the haters? I mean, maybe it depends. Well, okay, if you're if you're a blue check mark on Twitter that you know routinely fucking masturbates to the Last Jedi, yes, it is because it's not your money. Jeff, there's a very easy way to get to get his trilogy made. You you, you know how? Hmm. Start a hashtag on Twitter. That's true. Sure, I'm. I'm saying like if 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 we wanted to fuck with him, and have Disney spend two hundred like you know hundreds of millions of dollars, we just you know to start the hashtag of Ryan Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy you know whatever the hell it, it, it is, and just have that go for it a really long time. Okay, what's more likely to happen? Ryan Johnson gets his trilogy, or Morbius gets put in theaters for a third time. <laughs> Fuck, I had to delete the Morbid Time button. <laughs> Morbius for a third time. Even though it's out on DVD now, I think. It is. Um, I saw it at the store the other day. I'm yeah. like, ha, that shelf but, is full. But, but if, we, if, 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 we were to, if we were to if we were to troll Disney and make a hashtag for like Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy uh, and have it go on for you know like a week, um, I feel like they would um, they would see that and they'd immediately cat they immediately give him a check for two hundred million dollars to make the movie. By the way, I'm feeling like I should buy a copy of Morbius on DVD. Not Blu-ray, not 4K, just DVD. You think it'll look good on my TV? 
Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, visually, probably, but if you mean, like, look good as in it's going to be a good movie to watch on your TV, I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Oh, of course not. I just meant, like, I like to put, every once in a while I'll put on a DVD because the Xbox doesn't stretch a DVD out to your full screen. It just plays it in the middle. It kind of floats there. So I think it'd be funny to watch Morbius in a really shitty aspect. Oh, God, I remember this fucking thing. This this part of the <laughs> trailer oh, yeah, or whatever. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, Dude, we were at Celebration when they showed that, and the oohs and the ahs from the idiots was just like, oh, it's like, dude. It's a fucking weird kickflip, okay? Stop it. Hey, look at kids. We got Princess Leia hugging Ray. That's important, right? Which I, well, which I, I never... Again, it's like people that... They're so good, but even people who defend them are like, yeah, there's this problem and this problem. And it's just like, just listen to yourself for a little bit. Even... Like, the dude who made the one that you like so much made the last one. Like, Rian Johnson wasn't wronged, man. You know, fuck. No, he just sucks. He just no. sucks. You know, it's His just like... Sucked. God, you know, them thinking that this was going to be like the equivalent to, you know, to, to the next big science, you know, it's going to be a hallmark for a generation, and it just was a big blockbuster that wasn't fucking good, man. Yep. God damn. <laughs> <Because> so... <laughs> Like, I love okay, this, I, this shit was Tomorrowland. Like, oh it, my god, oh my god. You know, I love, and, and, and I love the people. Dion. Yeah, I love people started the, the hashtag release the Johnson. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. And based on how bad that movie was, The Last Jedi, it made the Rise of Skywalker try to double down and outbat it because it's like, oh, well, Dude, we have to were, try to fix were... everything, but we also have to shit on the previous movie as much as possible. Like, the contradictions in in the Rise of Skywalker were like 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 minutes apart in that movie. It that was movie ridiculous, was especially especially when 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 Hux goes, "I'm the spy." I was like, "Oh, don't don't say it like that. Don't fucking say well, it." Like or that. even the Last Jedi, you know, and you can tell who doesn't who loves Star Wars and you know who was just on it because it was on Twitter. You know, the whole sacred text stuff. Like he just happened to find these ancient Jedi books off camera. And he now he's coveting them as the sacred texts. But then he's gonna. This is the blue. future. Like they're why are they books? Well, like what the, the fuck are Jedi. we doing here? Well, it's yeah. not even that. Think about it. It's the sacred Jedi texts. He he wrestles back and forth with the idea of ending the Jedi, only for fucking Yoda to come in out of nowhere and just eat the whole thing with a lightning bolt. It's like, yo, what's going on here? Yeah, dude. It's just so fucking and dumb. and not to mention and not to mention using the force to pull things out of other parts of like, you know. Oh yeah, the force Skype calls. <laughs> the force Skype calls where you're like you can send shit to other people. Yeah. It's never made any fucking sense. Where's never the, made any good. The, the force Amazon two day Prime delivery. <laughs> she saved him, and now he's gonna save her, and it kills him. Like, what the fuck? What? But she's able to, like, grab his junk and force heal him, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the comment in the chat that I wanted to talk about briefly, it took me seven movies before I realized that probably 60% of Star Wars cast have little to no career afterwards. Um, that's I think it's higher than an, 60%. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably not an inaccurate statement. I just think that maybe you set the bar a little too low. 
Because Star Wars has created one star. That's it. Uh, for as big as a hit as the movie is, only Harrison Ford became a megastar out of Star Wars. Alec True. Guinness had already been a successful actor. Peter yeah. Cushing had already been a successful actor. Yeah. Mark Hamill, I know we love him, but let's go back and look at how Mark Hamill was uh, remembered from 83 to the early 2000s. Hell, when he was the Joker, we weren't talking about, did you hear Luke Skywalker's the Joker? Oh. People really didn't know that Mark Hamill was voicing the yep. Joker. And then, and you know, they... it, was, it was, oh shit, the Joker was also Luke Skywalker. It wasn't yes. Luke Skywalker to the Joker, guys. Yeah, the the internet has really changed the perception of how, and I know this isn't going to be popular, but the Star Wars cast and the Star Trek cast, there was a, most of our lives before, you know, the internet became what it was, they were considered, you know, actors out of their prime, and they were either made fun of, or they were just known as the one thing, and they kind of couldn't get work, and they did their conventions and all this stuff. Only lately has it become better for these actors, thankfully. But, you know, um... Carrie Fisher was in a handful of movies. She had a better career as a writer than an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did uh, she, she did the stand-up for her book, which was, I remember watching on TV, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, her she was, was awesome. she, she was great. Yeah. And, and look at the prequels. Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, and Natalie Portman were already all established actors before mm-hmm. any of those Star Wars films were made. I mean, Natalie Portman had been in uh, Mars Attacks, The Professional, I guess something yeah. else before that, and Liam Neeson. Uh, Gar- Liam Garden Neeson. States. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's oh, somebody's bringing yeah. up the Guyver adaptation. Uh, oh my God, the Guyver adaptation! Oh my yep. God! Yep. Wait, no, no, no! Don't forget, don't forget, John, no, no, no! Also, don't forget John Carpenter's body bags. Oh yep. yeah, he played the fucking baseball player with the yes, fake eye. Yes, he well, did. He was eye, in. He was in the last segment. Eye. Yep, he was in that the was last the best part. Yeah, but even even if you want to fast forward to like the newer movies, like outside of like who is like a major star none of them oscar isaac is probably the most successful of any of the the cast that's the only one i would go to boyega's gotten work i mean he's been in some acclaimed stuff but he you know he's he's a fringe guy still i mean if any you know he's not a household name he's he's a fringe guy um what the hell is it i mean andy circus has a fairly decent career but mostly as like a voice guy and before Star Wars, Wait, yeah, yeah, right. yeah and he was before Star Wars, yeah. Adam, Adam, Adam Driver, but that was also before Star Wars. Yeah, he was already a star before Star Wars. I mean, yeah. you know what? I mean, I, he, he, I wouldn't say he was a star before Star. He's probably the only one that was legitimately elevated. You know, you know. I mean, you know, Oscar Isaac's was probably. I'd say he was more established by t- by the time Star Wars rolled around than Adam Driver was, and he has gone to do other bigger films i mean but even then like him being the star wars guy is second hand to the other shit he's doing mm-hmm. oh guys all right we we have missed somebody that's been launched into mega stardom um kelly marie tran she is everywhere. oh yeah <laughs> sorry yeah man I, I i legitimately feel bad for her. i legitimately feel bad for her because yeah. she was it's like it's like Kamala Khan. Like they were, they were promised this thing. They got, they got, they got to work for Disney. They got the contract. They got the money. And Disney kind of just used them, you know, to to show off and then push them aside. It's like that's really fucked up. Yeah, they weren't. Ex- yeah, they were. She, she, she's like, uh, oh, she's like any NXT call up that was a big star in NXT and then got up to the main roster and was just severely misused. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's 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 the machine of. Uh... 
you know, of Star Wars, I guess, which, you know, was, was amplified by the machine of Disney. You know, that whole, that's a great example, man. That whole fucking thing that went down with the last Jedi. Then they tried to rally behind Kelly Marie, Marie Tran and she didn't become a fucking star anyway, which back to last week, you know, again, people felt bad for her, felt bad for her. What has she done lately that you guys follow? You know, it's just, you know, and people keep falling for that shit. They keep falling for the Twitter thing. Like, yeah, you know, Kelly Marie Tran, you know, if, if you feel so strong of how awesome she was in The Last Jedi, you'd be watching her next project. But you aren't. You can't yeah. tell you can't tell anybody what she's doing. You have to fucking IMDB that shit. Yeah. You would yeah. be you know, and, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's just so funny watching them go to ground for Ryan Johnson. Like he didn't create any stars. You know, Kelly Marie Tran wasn't you know, even in that you can make the point that, you know, fuck. You know, Adam Driver and she, he was in the first one. John Boyega was the first one. Last Jedi didn't elevate anybody from them. No, no one in the Last Jedi had something happen out of that stuff. Yeah. So uh, you know, the Jeff. sister didn't do anything. Hux still hasn't fucking done shit. You know, it's it's just it's you know you guys are defending a fucking pipe dream and it's not coming true. So uh, speaking of General Hux, totally not Himmler. Um, in 2017, he was in two movies: Star Wars: The Last Jedi and Mother. Eesh. <laughs> Folks, if you want to hear us pass, or okay, if you want to hear me pass out on air without alcohol, watch our mother commentary over on oh, Patreon. God, or or it's, or or don't, or don't. Yeah, just don't. I think isn't that one where they can actually watch along with the movie? If that's I think, the case, yeah, I think definitely I, don't. Yeah, I think I think that, that that's one of the ones who did that too. Um. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, it, dude. Look, if you're that hard up to see Jennifer Lawrence's nipples through a dress, just go look at the leaks, okay? And save yourself yeah. the time. Yeah. Don't watch Mother. It is not good. Yeah, it's oh god, forty million dollars down the fucking drain just for yeah, nothing for some kind of art house Jesus narrative. I think. I think. Well, 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 who did it? Aaron Aaron Sorkin or Aaron Darren Aronofsky. Darren yeah. Aronofsky, yeah, just just for him to masturbate for four, you know to you know to, for ninety minutes. That's all it is. An Aaron Sorkin masturbatory dream would be very political and very different. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Just make a West Wing movie, you pussy. <laughs> Dude, they'll just call it Bill Clinton the animated series. It'll be the West Wing, but with Bill Clinton. <laughs> West Wing was a dope show, but I ain't watching Bill Clinton the animated series. Yeah, no. I don't know. A Bill Clinton animated series might be might be kind of funny. Might be kind of funny. It's adult animation at its finest. Yeah. I, mean, I lived through the Bill Clinton animated series in the 90s. I mean, it was good, but I don't want to redo. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't need to see the animated series 30 years later. <laughs> like, yo, I, I saw it in real time. I, I know what happens. Oh, God. <clears throat> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Depends on what your <laughs> definition of the word is. is now. <laughs> <It's sexy>. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. go play my saxophone. Yeah. Now, now, if you're asking me, did 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 she polish my pole and I finish all of her dress? I, I might have. I don't remember. I don't recall. <laughs> would you? But I wouldn't consider that sex. Would you? <laughs> Just don't tell Hillary the last time she threw a fucking book in my head. <laughs> Gotta love me, oh old God. slick Willie. I wonder. I wonder if Monica Lewinsky has her own OnlyFans. I mean. <laughs> Talk about somebody that it? came out on the wrong end. No, no, I wouldn't. But if it, but if I went to like Twitter or whatever and it was a link in one of her stuff, I'd be like, huh, that's interesting. 
Now, I, I myself would subscribe to a Monica Lewinsky uh, OnlyFans account. <laughs> Just don't tell Hillary or or Chelsea at this point. Wait, which Hillary? Y'all, y'all got any of that blue chew? I heard that stuff works. <laughs> got to stop eating them Big Macs. Getting that fuck Both money for Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he made the internet. He did. That's true. That's true. Thank you, Al. Al Gore invented the internet and global warming. All right, trivia question, Endo. <laughs> Who was Al Gore's roommate? Oh, shit. It's not Tommy. Is, is, is it Tommy uh, Lee Jones? Bingo. Okay. Oh, my I God. I thought I'd seen that somewhere before because – I know Tommy Lee Jones. They, it was at Harvard, I believe, because he like played football. To, Al Gore didn't. He, that dude does not look like he ever fucking played a sport. But Tommy Lee Jones, I think, played football, and he was Al Gore's roommate at Harvard. Yeah, isn't he from Texas or some shit? So, Al Gore's from Tennessee. Tommy Lee is, yes, from Texas, I believe. What is your favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie? And then we'll move oh, on. Volcano. Oh, oh, volcano. Really? <laughs> I was going to say The Fugitive. Oh, that's a good one too. Um, that is a, that good, is a good, one. good one. I would go. I would go. I would go. I would yeah. go. Batman. I would go. Batman and Robin. He wasn't in that one. Well, then the I don't know. The, the, Batman Forever. You mean Batman Forever? Yeah, yeah Batman Forever. Yeah. I like that one. I do now, too. <laughs> I don't care. That's in reference to the movie, not you. <laughs> Everybody cares about Bill Clinton. U.S. Marshals. Yeah, that was like the def. I mean, it wasn't a def. It was an actual sequel to The Fugitive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that as a kid. I liked it. I'm gonna I go did with too. It was, it was it was a good movie. Oh God, Small Soldiers. Yeah, and it has Joe Pantoliano in it. It does. <laughs> Joey Pants. Because because it was. Hey, we I know it. that actor. Where did I see him before? Like he was in The Sopranos. Oh, he's the one that gets killed for the horse. Yes, and Tony yeah. cuts his head off. Well, you really the, think of the him? Killer pimp. You think of him as from The Sopranos over one of the Fratellis? No, I don't. She does. Oh, she's never seen no, the Goonies. He's, he's either he he's either he's either one of the Fratellis or he's Greedy the Killer Pimp to me. It just depends. He's great. Uh, I love that dude. He's in. He's in Tacoma FD. He is. Yeah. He's uh, Eddie. He's Edward Panisi Senior, I believe. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, and he they just. Hair. And they just finished uh, season four, uh, shooting season four. So cool because I'm on the last episode of season three, and I've been on the last episode of season three for about a month and a half at this point. <laughs> but it's a good, it's, it's it's a good show, isn't it? It's like a it's great, a, I fucking love it. It's, it's like so, Super Troopers, but in a fire station. God, I can, yeah, so good. I'll so give good. it a watch. And uh, you know, uh, fuck, what's his name? Large Farva, his daughter on the show. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like you Ooh. are way too good looking to be a firefighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, Kendo. But... Oh, go ahead, Nick. Mm. Go ahead, Nick. What were you saying? Oh, I, 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 I got nothing. I was just, I was just um, fawning over um, Farva's daughter in that in that show. Yeah, I'll look she is up. a handsome lady. Yes, she is. Mm. <laughs> just like Barbara Bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick, pick a number between one and sixty-nine, please. Twenty-two. Hey, fell for him, motherfucker. Dick pussy's not and shit. Good night. Well, there goes our monetization. You can't have no curse show. <laughs> I love that skit so much. Or that bit so much. He's great. Oh, 
All right, so let's check in with the audience. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Our friend Mike H. says, cheers. Well, cheers to you, Mike H. Oh, here we go. Fuck, Mary kill. Austin Powers, so I married an axe murderer, Shrek. Now, I have seen all of these movies a handful of times. I'm going to marry Austin Powers, fuck Shrek, and kill, so I married an axe murderer. Well... The hard question is, like, what would I rather watch right now? And I would rather sit down to watch So I Married an Axe Murderer than Shrek. But yeah. I, I don't recall Shrek sucking, so it's kind of yeah. hard to pick. I, I would I would, I would, would go fuck Shrek, marry uh, Awesome Powers, and kill So I Married an Axe Murderer, only on the grounds of Shrek's good, and it's got Eddie Murphy in it, and he's great in that movie. That's Nick Don, and, and, Donkey and, 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 is seriously one of the best characters of all time in any animated movie. Uh, who is the way? Who, who who voices the king? Oh shit, John Lithgow. John, thank you, yeah. thank you. Okay, yeah. So I will. Lord Farquhar. Lord Farquhar. Yeah, fucking Lithgow, man. Totally underrated. Love that guy. Yeah. Fucking oh, so good. <clears throat> so it's uh, Mary uh, Austin Powers, fuck Shrek, and then kill Axe Murder. Fair. Um, well, uh, Dion will be back in a moment, so we'll ask him again, and we'll actually get back to Xavier to God's. But our friend Enrique Vasquez says, Hail WCBS, phone broken, fuck Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with the sentiment, Enrique, and I'm sorry your phone is messed up, but I want to give Enrique a quick shout-out here. I should have done this at the opening of the show. Guys, I was taken to another filming location. Would you mm-hmm. like to guess which movie uh, I went to a location from? Mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson Pure. <laughs> yes. I mean, I live there, but continue on. No, that was my guess. Nick. All right, Nick. Um the uh, the house from Psycho. Wait, I'm going to see that I tomorrow. Want another guess. I want another guess. Uh, Shrek. <laughs> I went inside of a computer. Yes. Mm, nice. Now, the real location I went to was from Terminator Two. Do you guys remember the? smelting plant where the T-1000 gets thrown into the lava and all that shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Enrique took me there. So I, I have some photos I posted on Twitter. So folks, make sure you follow World Class Bullshitters. Is that, okay, so is that, it, is that plant, I guess that plant's still up and running then, if you're, or, or was it? It is, it's secure. You can't go up there because security has been built around it because people like to go check it out that much. Gotcha, gotcha. Understood. It was a great time, though. Um, folks, like I said, follow me on social media because I will post more. Nick and or not Nick, Nick and I will go one day to the Nightmare on Elm Street house, but I was there not that long ago, and I think I'll do a little uh, YouTube short of all the locations we visited this year in 2022. Well, so, I will. I will be there in October, so we'll go do that. Yeah, uh, we will go. Just come on over. We'll jump in the car and we'll go see it. Definitely. Now, our friend Darian217 sends in a very generous super chat, but it has to start out in a special way. So let me get that pulled up because Darian217 requested. So here we go. Uh, Dion, are you back yet? No. All right, Darian217, we will get back to that in just a moment. Uh, folks, if you had a Dion message, we will read all of them. Do not worry. Adam Walford says, Fuck Mary Kill, Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake, Laura Croft. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you gotta have to give me that one again. What was that? Fuck Mary Kill, Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake, Laura Croft. 
I'm I'm marrying Indy, <clears throat> fucking Laura Crofts, and um, I'm I'm killing Nathan Drake. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm killing Nathan Drake. I'm fucking Indiana Jones because that way I can just say, dude, I don't know what happened. And then I'm marrying Laura Croft because you know, straight. That's gonna be my same answer as well because I mean, marrying Laura Croft is not a bad time for anybody. No, um, she, she's she's super rich, so you know that works out. Yeah, plus you got the yeah. triangle boobs. <laughs> That's triangle the only boobs. reason I'm getting married. Triangular <laughs> knockers. <laughs> and you know, dude, that's 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 it. You know, you meet a woman, she's got a big house, a British accent, and triangular tits. It's a match made in heaven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck Mary Kill cakes edition, ice cream cake or cheesecake, a regular cake. Yeah. Ca- okay. Yeah. So it's cake, cakes, ice cream cake, cheesecake. Oh man. I am marrying cheesecake, and I'm fucking ice cream cake, and I'm killing regular cake. Yeah, I'm I, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that too, man. Because that's yeah. Because if you have the other two options on the table, like regular cakes is just regular cake, then. So. Yeah, I hate to be that guy, but I'm gonna kill regular cake. Marry ice cream cake. See, ice cream cake, I get it so rare but it's always a good treat. But cheesecake has so many different varieties, and I like a lot of them. So that's a really difficult one. Um, I'm going to f- fuck ice cream cake and marry cheesecake. There's just too many good options. Uh, while we're waiting, uh, Dion, or on Dion, Watchmen of Yas says, You guys excited for Cobra Kai? Also, what do you guys think about the reboot of Saints Row? Number 24, please. Uh, who is excited for Cobra Kai Season 5? I am, yeah, me. I want to see what happens. I like that show. It's a very good show. I'm on board with Cobra Kai. I just am behind. So I'm excited. I want the show to keep on going. Oh, I want so you didn't, see the, you didn't see the part where Johnny and uh, Daniel go to space. No, fuck, dude. You spoiled it for me. I thought Karate yeah. Kid Goes to Mars was going to be a wet dream of mine. No, so what happens is... Crease and Silver, they fucking steal a rocket ship, right? And they say that Cobra Kai is never going to die. And to prove it, they're going to go to space and they're going to fucking conquer the universe as Cobra Kai. So they go. And then Johnny and his Eagle Fang group have to go and get into their own fucking special rocket ship that Daniel LaRusso built with his money from LaRusso Motors. And Miyagi Do goes in there, and they all fly in this big spaceship, and then they have a low speed chase through space, trying to catch oh, okay. a Cobra Kai spaceship that's running out of gas. It's Cobra Kai in space. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's the uh, sequel okay. I missed out on. Yeah, I, I yeah, was, you, I was, I was, I was sort of disappointed. Like, that's the entire second part of the fourth season. Yeah, I was, I was disappointed with the fourth season, and I don't really care for the fifth one. I'll, 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 I'll probably still watch when it comes out, but I'm just like. Netflix had a hold of it, and they did their thing to it, and I was not, I was not happy with it. Damn it! Yeah. Plus, Hawk's transgender now. Wait, was the character not before? He was, but then he went back, but then he went back again. Yeah. He keep, he's fluid. He's gender fluid. He keeps going back and forth. Is that That's why he's got the mohawk the to keep him balanced? Yes. Not at all. No, no, not at all. But they keep mentioning it, uh, you know, incessantly. Yeah, yeah. And oh and um Daniel's daughter now identifies as transracial. Yep. Oh yep. he yep. produced Rachel Dolezal. Good for him. 
Yeah, except for she doesn't identify as black. She identifies as uh, Japanese. She said, I've risen, I've lived my whole life learning about Japanese culture and stuff, and I am now identified as Okinawan. And Daniel accepts her. Yep. Is that really happening in the show? Sure. Because <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe I'm like, you know what? This shit is so dumb today. I believe anything could happen in one of these branded pieces of shit. I love how because it's a Netflix show, you're just like, yeah, that, all that could happen. Oh, yeah. Cobra Kai goes to space. Hawks gender fluid. Yeah. I believe the gender fluid thing because it's like, it's Netflix. What is What are their shows about? Shit that doesn't appeal to me. So there you go. Oh, and Robbie works a lot. <laughs> I mean, I was I was, I was kind of hoping you know what's her name Peyton would would work a lot, but you know, let's hear her there. Yeah, turns out she's a man. <sighs> oh, dude, looks like a lady. I love that song. Yeah, well, they play that. That's like her entrance music. You, I, I thought maybe you've seen it because whenever she comes out to fight in the in the well, okay, so the All Valley Conference is now the Kumite, so they've gone full contact. You know, no oh, rules, okay. whatever, and uh, she comes out to, you know. Dude looks like a lady, but because she identifies, she she's a dude, but she identifies as a woman, so she just beats the shit out of every girl. Oh, so it's a it's an allegory. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dion, while you were away for a moment, we had a couple uh, questions about you, or for you, sir. So first off, Dion, um, you have to answer this one quickly. Fuck Mary, kill Austin Powers. So I married an axe murderer, Shrek. Uh, oh, I'm fucking. I'm uh, fucking. So I married an axe murder. Married an axe murderer, marrying Austin Powers, and killing Shrek easily. Nice. So you weren't the only one. And now Dion and Kendo fuck Mary kill steel cage matches, Hell in a Cell matches, and elimination chamber matches. Just you two. Oh fuck. Um, that's a tough one. I will. Ooh. I will. Fuck. Elimination Chamber, marry Steel Cage, and kill Hell in a Cell. Which was my answer the last time I did this because, like I said, they have ruined Hell in a Cell. The last they they the the branding of the pay per view, and then the last few Hell in a Cells have just ruined and killed that gimmick. I don't yeah. need to ever People see it again. Really, you'll have a whole Hell in a Cell match. They won't do anything with the cell. Correct. So, but and then Elimination Chamber is a lot of fun, but it's also stupidly gimmicky sometimes. And um, you always know, based on who's in it, which person's going to break through the cell. Like when Brock Lesnar was in it last time, it's like, yeah, he's going to kick through the cell and just, like, fucking kill everybody. And Which yeah, is fine. Right. I mean, watching watching, Bre- watching Brock Lesnar throw people around is actually very entertaining. And But, yeah, something about just go back to the classic cage match. That's They, they got away from that, and I, I yearn for those days. It was a simpler time. I missed those days. Mm-hmm. So up next, we have one from our friend. Where were we at? Uh, thank you, Enrique. Darian, two and seven. Thank you very much. He says, hey, Dion, are you excited to meet me in person? I want to see the look on your face when you find out it was me. Kind of like when we found out it was Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go, oh, son of a bitch. Who's that Pokemon? There you go. So, Dion, you and I 
should start early. We should plan out stuff we want to do at WrestleMania this year and make it our biggest year ever. Agreed. I dig it, man. I fucking dig it. Well, then the audience is involved. We definitely want to make it amazing. So, folks, remember, that is March 30th and 31st for the WCBS meetup. But if you're a WrestleMania fan, go to WrestleMania both nights. We will make our uh, locations known. You can meet us before the show, after the show. We'll all go out and get some beers. We're going to set up um, an after party from WrestleMania night one. We'll go down to, we'll hit up a beach. We'll go drink on the beach. We'll get kicked off. It'll be fun. We got some plans. Drink on the beach, Halo Reach style. Dude, speaking of Halo, did you see what 343 Studios pulled today? Uh, no. No split-screen co-op, even though they announced oh, it. What the so fuck, lame. man? I, I hate they Halo. Did that, uh, God, they, they did that shit with, like, what? The, the One of the previous games as well, and everybody got pissed about it. Like, that's, that's why people like it. I don't know what the hell like the, is the fucking problem. I'm tired of buying, you know, you nickel and dime mean buying all your shit. Just make the game couch co-op and make us fucking happy. Yeah, there's yep. a reason why I haven't bought the new Halo yet, and I was always like a day of buy Halo guy up until the last yep, couple. Same. Yep. But I haven't bought Dude. the new one. I haven't even played it yet because I'm just like, I don't want to see what they've done. It's just shitty. been hurt before, man. Just been hurt before. Okay, so let me rephrase what I said. Halo Ultimate or Halo Infinite is not what I would consider a shitty game. I do not like it. I don't think it feels like Halo. If you're a fan of Halo like we are old school, I say play the Master Chief Collection because the, yeah. Like, you know, Kendall, we talk, or all guys, honestly, we talk about these brands that get raked over the coals and bent over a barrel. And modern Halo isn't for me anymore. Mm. But the fact that Microsoft keeps the classic shit alive and I can play it on my tablet, my computer, my Xbox, it's like I never have to grow up. So I'm still into Halo, but only Halo 3. So I'm living in 2007, is what I'm trying to say. Dude, it's almost 10 years to the day of the beginning of the end because Halo. Four came out in 2012, close to almost oh, this time God, of the year. That was such a that was, was such a shit, such, dude, such a yeah. shit version. I, I, dude, I had pre-ordered the the Steelbook one. I went to GameStop, got it at midnight, rushed home to play it, and I was just like, "Dude, this sucks." Yeah, I never <sighs> once played through the story. I played the multiplayer for months. Dan and Phil and I were so into it, but. I and I you know and I like some of the changes that they made the fact that you can run some of the other uh, alterations to the mechanics but Halo was perfected and it's like they're trying to make Halo more and more like Call of Duty all the time and it ruins what yep. Halo is because we like it because it's different if you yes. want to play Call of Duty fucking play Call of Duty we want to play Halo Correct. Yeah, exactly yeah Reach was the last great game yeah, yeah. I, I mean, agree. I mean, if if you if you want to make Halo better, make uh make the fucking what is it the uh the giant the, the the giant Covenant vehicle the fucking I forget what it's called the Wraith tank or oh not the big, Wraith big tank one, the, not the Scorpion the big thing that not is it Scarab yeah the Scarab yeah make the Scarab a vehicle do that yeah I make, used to ma- love ma- fighting those <laughs> make the Scarab a vehicle that we can get inside and drive around or walk around make that a fucking thing. Yeah, or or make it whenever the dropship comes in, you can rock it up into the side of it because you you see it coming down and you could shoot the fucking grunt that's on the on the plasma machine gun. You can just zip right in there with your little rocket pack and just start gunning down the ship. That would be so much fun. Oh yeah, make it yeah do yeah have have like do dumb shit like that. People would love yeah. it, man. Nick, I actually had one of my best Halo moments the other day. Oh really? What was it? I was. I just well, I was playing on PC Halo Three, and I was like, 
um, going to blind throw grenades. And so, I mean, I've been blind throwing grenades since I got Halo, but I bl blind threw one across the map, it, which had like an arc so I couldn't see it land. I ended a streak and got a double kill. Like, and I didn't see anything. I'm just like, yes! Yeah, and then I also I, found the rocket launcher, and I just ran up to people and shot them in the face. It was nice. glorious. Dude, that I, was like the best part of playing Nuketown on uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops. Just as soon as the game started, you would just see everybody just start fucking chuck, chucking shit over the sides of the houses just to see what you would get. That was that was like the best part. <laughs> trying to that. do with the Look, trying to do with the tomahawk was more was always fun, especially oh, if you had a group God. of people. It was like let's see if we can get a tomahawk kill over the top of the house. That was. Those were good days. Dude, and then Cold Cold Duty out. fucking Cold War was great. Or the first one. Yeah, the Black Ops, the story sucked. The Black Ops, the that's what it was. was. The multiplayer in the zombies was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. I had never played the story. I just played multiplayer until I got bored. I played the story. The story sucked. Then I played multiplayer in zombies. I believe that's the one where you can, like, fight George Romero. Yeah, that might be the one. Um, I, I don't know. I I th I thought about one time just getting Call of Duty and paying the ridiculous fee for the stuff and just getting all the weapons like as soon as you start, and just seeing what happens. You'll be better being than everybody being, for a week. Yeah, just yeah. just being just being like that for a bit, and, you know, and and wondering what it feels like to to be better than everyone because I spent a hundred dollars on like credit or whatever the hell it is that they, you know that, that's in there. I just don't like that that's even an alternative or an option today. It's like, hey, you can buy your way to the front of the line. Like, a cheat code's one thing, but whatever happened to being good or the satisfaction of unlocking shit? Like, you know, uh, I went through the... We'll use a terrible game, but we'll use it because I beat it to completion. WWE 2010, whatever that was. SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. To unlock all 1,000 achievement points was a journey. If you could just buy all the achievement points, I think that'd be lame. I like working through games. It makes them, well, I don't know, worthwhile. We're dealing with a generation of people who spend their life on TikTok getting something new every 15 to 30 seconds. So they have no attention span. Plus, you know, they want to win now. And so they just pay to win. No. Um, no. Um, Kendo, have you because got the Calabunga have no collection yet? Hmm. It's ordered. I was going to say it's ordered. It just, it just hasn't been released. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm, it doesn't it come out until... Game Pass. Uh, it doesn't come right? out until the the Kawabanga collection. Last time I looked on Amazon, it released at the end of the year. Oh, I just saw a guy with it, like holding a physical copy of it at a GameStop. So I was like, "Oh shit, dude, it's here." Well, let me look. Yeah. So uh, while you're looking that up, let's get to another fuck Mary or uh, another couple super super chats, and then we'll talk about some more stuff in the show. Oh shit! So what? Well, it's coming out soon. Well, hell, there you go. I did not know Turn that. The last time I looked at it on Amazon, it said releases on December thirty first. I got, I, I got to get the Ghostbuster game um, pre ordered. Man, it looks really good. So... Folks, follow WCBS on Twitch. We will have all your new games uh, this season. It this might season. be in the mail. Oh shit, um, dude! I can say at thirty three, I'm finally a Ninja Turtles fan. To a, to a point where I would, like, I think about it more regularly. Based off the video games, I had so much fun with Shredder's Revenge that I watched the TMNT movie the other night with Jesse and was like, wow, this is always this, this has been a great movie the whole time, but I forgot how much I enjoyed it. Hell, I even put on Secret of the Use for about five minutes, so it's pretty... <laughs> it's an intense love of Ninja Turtles again. And when Fuck I go back yeah, to dude. Ohio, I'm going to make sure I ship out my Turtles figures. 
it came out on August. It was released on August 30th, so they released it early. So there's a chance it might be in the post office box sometime this weekend. So I would probably the soonest get it would be Tuesday. Oh, I hope you get it on Tuesday, Kendo. I do too. Um, oh yeah, by the way, Watchmen of Y'all wants to know what we think of the Saints Row reboot. I'm going to skip it because personally it looks... They sanitized it. I'm not interested. I'll just play Saints Yeah, Yeah, just... Yeah. The, la- the, last, the last good one was Saints Row 3? The yeah. one where you got the pink dildo bat and you got to go around wailing on people with that. Because that's when they their full embracement of the gimmick that they are hit the tipping point because in the next game that came out, it's like it was nothing but gimmick. Yeah. Um even though I didn't get to play through it all, I thought Saints Row Four Saints Row Four's opening with Aerosmith was amazing when you jump off to I don't want to miss a thing. But like other than that, that whole game was just kind of you know, not worth it. Also we're requested a number twenty four. I guess there's just random blackout on that one. Um, (laughs) By the way, in the chat, Henry Dorsett says, Rings Rings of Power was weird, not good, really not half as bad as I expected. Did I miss anything? Um, Um, You missed the part where you're going to be insulted every which way on the internet for not liking it. Or hating it enough because you're not a real fan. you got to be angry or some shit. It's like, look, if it's not that bad... It's like the Justice League movie. What do we say about the Justice League movie here at World Class Bullshitters? It's not that bad, but it's not good either. It just oh. yeah, it ended. We're like, all right, all right, that's the Justice League. Okay, we're done. It's like going to Burger King. Moved. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Justice League Burger is the Burger King, King of film. Oh, I forgot your secret about Burger King. So am okay. I. Okay, fine. It's like McDonald's. It's it's not great, but it's not terrible. Fair. It's like KFC. It's real food. We promise. so uh after that we had our friend where were we at here sorry folks have a new tab open of youtube stuff and for some reason it doesn't want to uh go back so give me a second um while i pull up this again Uh, gotta love chrome yeah thanks youtube um we appreciate you so so much and uh you are so so there i won't even try to be sarcastic and complimentary here we are so Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, Nick, I heard the expanse is coming back. I hope so, because they've ended it they ended it um where the where the, where the first part of the books end, they might pick it up thirty years after the fact. Um, but the characters have to be in old old you know, old people makeup for the next like four or five books. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I mean, like, I love that show to death. Um it's a wonderful show. It's basically where humanity is going to where humanity is going to be like in two hundred years. That's exactly where we are. I um, need to watch that show. It's a good show, man. Like it's <laughs> one of the things that still gets me is that some guy, some some guy who's a belter, who is like bel- the belters are people who the belters are people who like work on um, rock haulers and things like that in just in like open open vacuum space and uh, just keep. They're basically seen. They basically are seen as like the slave race of the entire solar system because all they do is work. They don't have very many rights. They don't have very many places where they call home. And one of the guys gets so pissed off that he um, borrows stealth paint. Sorry, he 
um, steals stealth paint from Mars, covers some meteors in it, and sends six of them towards Earth to smash into Earth. Ooh, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Uh, yeah, he's oops. he's that he's that pissed off at Earth that he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna you know devoid your planet of life." That's I'm gonna be basically what he does. Yeah. Uh, um, you, and, and I was about to say you, you'll love the character Christian Abasarala. She is like the ambassador for Earth, but she is she's like she's salty as fuck. She she curses like a sailor all the goddamn time, even though she's like the highest political figure in like you know on Earth. She is doesn't she give, she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, she's an older Indian woman. Oh, I'm still in. Yeah. Uh, T Neil eighty nine, aka dislike and spun. Dislike puns says toddlers are often proud of the big shits they take, right? So Ryan's proud. <laughs> so Ryan's pride upon taking a big The Last Jedi makes sense. I bet he feels like a big boy now. Well, he is a man baby <laughs> after all. I, you know, what we should have done back in the day is we should have done a mommy. Wow, I'm a big boy now, and just like superimpose Ryan Johnson's head over a fucking diaper commercial. Seriously. If we didn't already get millions of views on our videos, that would have helped us skyrocket there. Um, my Harry Bush sends in two dollars and says Jeff Hicks is so legit, shits on dicks when he sees tits. <laughs> uh, you, uh, okay. Xavier to God, thank you very much. Says who's better on the mic, MJF or Eddie Kingston? MJF. 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 Sure. I don't like Eddie Kingston in any capacity. If he went away tomorrow, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm not a big Eddie Kingston guy. I don't see the fucking appeal in Eddie Kingston. That's my problem. Like, what? Does I'm, he I'm from New York. I'm, I'm a tough guy. I was best friends with John, with Marx. I promised my mother. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. You just yelling. <laughs> Jewish Taz. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I guess. Except for I don't think he's. I don't know if he's Jewish, but he. Uh... Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, he's Taz, but, you know, with garbage wrestling background. Yeah. Have you seen Taz's house? Like, he posted a picture of it on social media. I was like, all right, Taz. Paul Heyman finally paid you. Living nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Xavier to God is not next. Sorry. Oh, actually, you are. After TLJ Screwjob. Sorry. Thank you very much, TLJ Screwjob. He says, so my last day of my dead-end retail job is tomorrow. Been there for nine years. I'm genuinely happy to be done. Can I get two new random buttons, please? After we tell you congratulations, TLJ Screwjob. Congratulations, job. buddy. Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff can suck your soul out. You made it nine years, and now you got a new opportunity. So congratulations, my friend. And thanks for joining us each and every week on the show. Hopefully, the new job isn't too relaxing that you forget about us. Getting out of retail is awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. <clears throat> And uh, in honor of that, since you requested two new buttons, I'll give you one of my favorite ones first. Ludicrous speed! Go! I fully expected a motorcycle crash when he hit the, when he punched the button. There will be one next week. Don't worry. 
By the way, by the way, folks, I'll be broadcasting live from Cincinnati next weekend. Yes, I'm returning back to the Midwest for a wonderful wedding. So be on the lookout for the show at the same time, same channel. You probably wouldn't even know anything's different unless I told you. But join us next week, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be in the same time zone. And then since we're looking at another button uh, to celebrate, let's... I don't know if this is the right... You know, fuck it. That to her twerking. That'll oh generation my hate. <laughs> I love there, boy. So I like to read how people get upset over our like videos on Marvel, and it's like, look, folks, we don't call you bad people for liking this stuff. We don't question your intelligence. We don't question anything. We just think it looks dumb. The fact that you can't get over it—that's where the problem lies. They were they, people get so mad. They're like, why aren't you watching She-Hulk? Why are you watching? It's like, dude. Watch the show and find out what's up. Join us on Saturday for another video. Yeah, and and and, and even then, there are other there are other channels that will watch it and review it for you. I don't know what you want from us. Eat Apple Cooking's place to be reviews. Yep, exactly. Yeah. We're he only does the dirty work. Yeah, there are only so many hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, I would rather do, I don't know, many other things besides watch She-Hulk. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I've got way too much shit to do to watch She-Hulk. Way too many shits to take than watch She-Hulk too. So, congratulations, TLJ Screwjob, and let us know what is up with the next job. Now, Xavier to God is back. Thank you very much. He says, is AEW just like TNA with Cody Rhodes being Double J, John Mox and Y2J being like Sting and Kurt Angle, etc.? I will say this. the With all the stuff that's been going on apparently behind the scenes at AEW, uh -oh. and the cracks are starting to show through, I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse in that locker room where they ran ran into Tony's arms, signed a long contract, and then turned around and looked to see Triple H take over WWE and go like, oh, shit. Okay, maybe. I don't know. I, the next big name to jump will be the one. that Once that happens, that's when you'll be able to see what's really going on. I kind of want something like that to happen, not because I want AEW to go out of business. I just want the wrestling shit to heat up because I don't think Tony Khan – will let himself i don't think he'll bow out i think he'll go down in a fucking blaze of glory and if this video game does not perform next month i say that's it for aew i don't think they'll make it out of 2023 if that game underperforms well i mean that's so here's the part here's the thing like the game the stuff i've heard about the game it's going to be kind of like the old games on 64. i'm sold i'm the thing is i want to support the game kendo I just think enough people, like, I know Khan has put so much money into the fucking game, and, oh, okay. and you hear all the stuff behind the scenes, and I think if enough people, you know, don't support this game, like, what else is AEW going to do? This is their next big thing to look as good as WWE. Well, apparently the other day they had a giant coming to Jesus meeting with the locker room, and uh, it was all going really well until fucking Twinkle Toes had to stand up and give his, his speech, and... Needless to say, there was a lot of head shaking and head scratching and, you know, defuck, bruh, that came from most of the wrestlers. I feel like Kenny Omega might be legally retarded, but jury's out on that one. I don't get what um, Khan did by, like, are the wrestlers still, like, EVPs or whatever? Do they still have creative control? 
the I don't know if they have creative control, but they do still have the EVP thing going on. And the pro okay, so here's the problem. Here's the problem that Tony Khan ran into from the beginning. He he hired in all these people and um, he wanted to be friends with them all. And that's part of the problem because you can't be the boss and friends at the same time. That's like why it works so well in WWE because Vince could keep the troops in order, even if he was busy trying to fuck half of them. <laughs> I didn't realize that many women worked with the WWE. Yeah, you never know. He, he, he gets horny. Oof. Watch out. It's not good shit, pal. Mm-mm. So, thank you, Xavier to God. TLJ Screwjob. Fuck, Mary kill. Beverly Hill. Sorry, Back to the Future 1. Beverly Hills Cop 1. Oh, sorry. Fuck, Mary kill. Back to the Future 1 and 2. Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. RoboCop 1 and 2. Oh. <laughs> oh, fucking no. This is where friendships are decided. <sighs> Okay, um, the easiest solution here is marrying Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. Oh, shit. And then I'm going to marry our fuck Back to the Future 1 and 2, and unfortunately I have to kill Murphy. I am fucking RoboCop 1 and 2, marrying Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, and I gotta kill Back to the Future 1 and 2. I... I'll take the same thing, man. I really don't want to do that to Back to the Future, but RoboCop 1 and 2, they're so fucking good and violent that mm-hmm. I have to do that. Yeah, give me give me, give me, me the crazy chick that's on, that betrays Kane for sure. Give me that chick. Well, yeah, not, I mean, yeah, and like him him getting killed in part one is fucked up. Um, the robot fight at the end in the city is awesome. Yep. Part two. Oh my god! And the, and just him hit. Just the robot in general looks great. The design is so. Fucking awesome. him stabbing Clarence in the neck at the end of one is just yes. Um, him pulling the fucking brain out of the robot. Oh my god! So ridiculous. Yeah, I lo- listen. Two is so underrated. Like I love RoboCop two. Like dare I? Is... Yeah, dare I say two is better than one? Like it's... I would listen to that argument, sir. I would listen to it because yeah. I fucking. Love to. You get a yeah. kid that gets fucking shot. <laughs> like, I that's a litmus test for quality, right there, Dion. <laughs> yeah. Did they shoot any kids in this movie? Yes. Hey, good. hey, the Blob remake had a kid getting eaten, and I fucking love that movie. That's true. It Same. did. That's, that's true. That's did. a remake better than the original. Oh, Damn right. God. Well, I mean, we can always go to their their convention yet next year if you want to. So we should. The Blob has a convention. Yes, it's called Blobfest. Nice, Blobfest '99. <laughs> yeah, we can. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, we can. We well, it's not in Atlanta, unfortunately. It's in Pennsylvania, but it's um. Oh, that's kind of fucking sad. I thought it was yeah. in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're in good Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, we can stay. We, 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 for we can stay. Yeah, we, we we can we we can stay at uh, we can stay at Buffalo Bill's house and you know go to Blobfest. Did somebody say my name? I mean, I know, but still, it's like, ah, Pennsylvania. Do I really want to go there and get fracked? Yes, you do. (laughs) Vertical, sorry, horizontal drilling is exactly what is in your future, sir. Yeah, you go to Pennsylvania and they slant drill you. You don't want that shit. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden you you can set your water on fire. Mm. 
You don't want that shit. I mean, that's just like Cleveland. I'm about to say, Ohio made that shit famous too. Yeah. Ohio <laughs> caught on fire multiple times. Multiple times. I was about to say, Ohio is the champion of burning rivers. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's, what, what's, what's in you guys' water, but it burns. <laughs> it was filth and pollution. Uh huh. Calm down. Y'all be fucking up Airbnbs down in Atlanta. Don't be talking shit about us up in the Midwest. <laughs> that's true. You're dangerous you down know, in Atlanta. You know what we do? We do fuck up some Airbnbs, right? And we're never allowed back. That's right. Airbnb, they were like, Airbnb, fuck no. Hi, Erica. That's our favorite <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> so, oh, God. No parties, goddammit. No parties. Erica, we're having a fucking a party. party tonight. And you can't do shit about it, girlfriend. Whenever we're I'm going to answer the question, though. Party. Thank you. Uh, to answer the question, I will um, marry Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, fuck Back to the Future 1 and 2, and kill Robocop 1 and 2, because it's Robocop. Sorry. Uh, that was easy for me. Now, Xavier to God says, who was your favorite member of the Shield during their first run and your favorite member after they broke up in 2014? And who did you like the most, or who do you like the most now? That's a great Rowan, question. Actually. for all three answers. All right. Uh, Dion? Say it again. Who was your favorite member of the Shield during their run? Who was your favorite member after they broke up in 2014? And who do you like the most now? I I, w- I was a fucking Dean Ambrose fan because he was the crazy redheaded stepchild of the of the of the Shield, and even afterwards, I think I still like Mox better than uh, the other two. I'm gonna answer Seth R- during the Shield. I thought they were all the f- all fine. I liked him about the same because it was the Shield. You know, I didn't think either of them or any of them stood out in like a negative way they're all awesome but i'm gonna go seth rollins as my favorite overall because he had a great run in 2015 that wrestlemania moment was golden uh he also is the most entertaining he's great on the mic even though i don't like his character that's the point i'm supposed to hate seth rollins i fucking do he always performs so i'm a seth rollins fan that's who gets my nod right there for all of it uh nick do you have anything you'd like to add no. All right. Well, Rob Brantz says, Dion, if you need something to watch, look up Gundam, The Witch from Mercury on YouTube. Episode zero is up now. The series officially starts in October. That's not I'll check that out. I'll check that out, too, because I like Gundam. All the mech suits and shit entertain me. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says, thank you for the last year I've been dreading just driving in, which, as you can guess, is really bad mentally. Yeah, with work and stuff like that, man, I'm, I'm sure Dion can tell you nightmare stories of working at the airport. I can tell you nightmare stories of driving into 7-Up. Uh, we get it, man. So I'm just glad that you're free from that bullshit. And uh, here's to you being freer and happier. Mm-hmm. John Thomas says, I don't know why it didn't go through before, but in a Hold My Beer moment, DC decided to one-up Marvel on Ethnic Celebration Editions. <laughs> Wait, they what? have those? I guess there's like a Kwanzaa Batman issue or something. A Kwanzaa Batman issue. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa, hold on a second. We have two things to look at. So DC Comics reduces Latinos to their food and Hispanic Heritage Month covers, fans say. Oh. <laughs> wow, this is what happens when you try to get this is when you do it half ass like Dion always says, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wait. The LA Times has an article about this. 
where it says Latinx Files, DC Comics his, his pandering attempt, and they have radioactive tamales. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck did you just say? All right. I figured they were going to have bodegas and breakfast tacos. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, did, did, did somebody eat radioactive tamale and then jump, be, be able to jump over the border fence? <laughs> Look, did that's not as offensive as what DC's doing. Comic book? <laughs> she might have. All right, so... Although Hispanic Heritage Month doesn't begin until September 15th, DC Comics got an early start by revealing several special covers in their attempt to celebrate the upcoming month. Wait a second. Hispanic Heritage Month doesn't start until September 15th? They don't even get a whole month? Yeah, I was about to say, they, they get like two, two and a half weeks. It carries into October. Oh, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, we because of uh, because of uh, Day of the Dead. Okay, gotcha. I figured it was just because, you know, it starts in the middle of September because that's when, like, you know, gardening season ends. Okay. Yeah. Now, the covers, which were revealed in June, feature several DC superheroes surrounded by holding or eating a variety of Latin American foods, such as tacos, flan, tamales, and plantanos fritos. Comic book fans on Twitter, specifically Latino fans, aren't happy with this interpretation of DC's heroes. Now, the LA Times, I guess... Um, <laughs> Here we go. Let's just read more of theirs, because, you know, there's around here. Oh, they're around here. The dubious content went largely unnoticed until this past weekend when an image of the Green Lantern holding a plastic bag of tamales in one hand and a green flag that reads, Viva Mexico! And the other began circulating online. Did, did he come riding out on a wand deer? <laughs> are we, are we, oh, we're not looking at it. Shit, we're just looking at the LA Times. Hold on, let me pull this up real quick. This oh, is please legit. do, please do. I yeah. want to see a picture of this shit. Here's multiple photos, Nick. Here we go. Here's some Hispanic heritage. Oh, <laughs> um, the artwork went over about as well as adding peas to guacamole. Fans blasted the comic book publisher for doing the least. Needless to say, memes were made. Uh, both covers illustrated by Mexican artist Jorge Molina in June, a few days after DC Comics' Twitter threat, interestingly enough, shows only six variant covers, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Molina explained the latter work of the art, the one without the tamales, was a loving tribute to Mexican muralist Jorge Gonzalez uh, Carmenes. I don't know who that is. But anyway, everyone online is going on about uh, how DC Comics tries to do something progressive for Latino Heritage Month and boiled it down to tacos, burritos, and plantos uh, fritos. I mean, so, I mean they, forgot, they, they forgot tequila, but okay. Yeah, they left the tequila and the cerveza out. Yeah, that's true. You know what this reminds me of? What? That episode of South Park with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Taco-flavored kisses. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They, went hard. They, went, they went hard in the paint on her because she was... Because it wasn't even that. It was she was now calling herself Jennifer Lopez. And, like, they were, like, really playing it up because that's what she was doing at that time. Bitch, you started, as a, was, you started as a fly girl. Calm the fuck down. It was... It, dude, it was during that time period when, like... Latino everything was like a big deal because even Christina Aguilera came out. She goes, "Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a Latina now," and blah blah blah. I'm Guatemalan. Oh God, I I remember that shit. I remember that shit. But she like it, like before that, she was white as hell in all of her fucking videos. I'm just like, oh yeah, and, 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 and like and like she 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 would say her name is Agu you know just Christina Aguilera, and then afterwards she was like Aguilera. I'm like, yeah. e easy. Easy. Yeah, and it and if you were an American soccer fan, you knew a guy named Max Bratos that was on your TV. And then once that happened, he was now Max Bratos. And that's how he was introducing himself. I'm like, dude, stop. You were probably mm -hmm. born in, like, Mississippi. 
Scranton, actually. Oh. John Thomas, thank you very much for letting us know about this information. This is this has officially topped Marvel for the cringiest moment of 2022 in the comic book publishing industry. Actually, he was born in Ohio. Oh shit, dude! That's that yeah, that's that that that's fucking hilarious, man. Um, <laughs> of course they'd fuck it up. <laughs> Thank you, to God. Thank you very much. He says, "Hey, Kendo, did Hot you girl. see that Matt Hardy I tweeted see. that if you can't appreciate Kendi and the Young Bucks, you don't know anything about wrestling?" Um, okay. Um, I will agree that I don't know anything about wrestling in terms of actually being a wrestler because I've never done that. However. I watch it for a really long time, and I know what it's supposed to look like and what makes it exciting. And uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks are not exciting. Monster Zero One, each of you have a fuck Mary kill. WCBS edition. Sorry, not sorry. I'm killing you all. That's how it's going. Sorry. Yeah. I'm fucking you all. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna marry you all. Well, I'm just. I can't answer. You're chopped liver. That's what you are. Yeah, I'll be chopped liver because we've all we've all been fucked, married, and killed. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) Honestly, that would be like the greatest ever, like you know, group, you know, biggest marriage thing ever. Because it'd just be the four of us in a house, just hanging out, drinking, and fucking. It'd be like anytime we, you know, do anything. Drinking and fucking, yep. Yes. That sounds like a party. I mean, it would essentially be like what we did at Camp Kidney for the Rise of Skywalker, but just like extrapolated over a longer period. Hey, let's bring some girls over here. Yeah, it'd be that kind of party. Most of our parties just involve alcohol and food. Lots of both, but you know. And we'll expand our shit on TV. Why is YouTube trying to censor Nat, your average nerd? By the way, man, thanks for joining us every week. But for some reason, YouTube thought your comment was spicy and wanted me to hold it. No, I thought it was funny. I don't like that, YouTube. Tell YouTube to hold these nuts. Yeah. John Thomas, thank you very much again. He says, have any of y'all seen the version of The Blob where The Blob starts out as a toffee-looking thing? I saw it on a The Alvira show. Uh, no. Um, that could have been Beware the Blob in the 70s. That came out after, the well, obviously, the one, one in the 60s or the 50s. And that was supposed to be a part two. Um, it's basically just like kind of stretchy jello that they keep like rolling around in the dirt. It's fucking terrible. Uh, it's a, it's a horrible movie. Um, before we end tonight, look, we have some more show folks, so don't click away like you think it's over, but I wanted to share something with you guys because I introduced Jesse to Demolition Man for the first time last week. And then oh my God. Was, <laughs> yeah, says, was, motherfucker. Dude, we were, she was on board. She loved it. But did you guys see that somebody found the Stil- the Sylvester Stallone prop that they used for the naked body at a fucking thrift store? Wait, oh, hold on. Awesome. <laughs> I'll tell that whole story in a minute. Wait, wait. I, I remember. Would... Okay, I remember seeing those in Planet Hollywood as a kid and just being like, "That's fucking weird. Why is this naked body above me while I'm eating a hamburger?" I mean, it was the most delicious hamburger you ever had, right? Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> so. Goku McDuck, thank you very much. He says, Dion, fuck, Mary, kill. Mr. Ed, Bojack Horseman, Stallion from Wordsworth. Mm. Kill them all! You're going to ship them through a whole new door? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. So I got this Batman 89 comic in the mail the other day. This like graphic novel or whatever. It's a collection of six books. And the only reason I bring it up is because when you pull off the dust jacket of the book, 
the fucking book looks like a VHS. It even has oh, the cool. fucking Warner Brothers and everything on it. It's amazing. Nice. Damn. I'm going to review that. Folks, I'm going to be putting out some YouTube shorts where I review stuff. I bought a turntable. I got tons of action figures. I want to do content with that stuff. But I don't want to make five-hour videos where I have to you know, talk about an action figure. If you want great toy content, you go you go watch Retro Blasting right now. You want great toy content, you go watch uh, Two Cent Toys, 3POA the podcast, check out Laser Pants and all of his content. If you want fun toy content, you watch World Class Bullshitters. And if you want the toy content that changes everything, you also watch World Class Bullshitters. We're going to be out in the field coming up, starting next week. We'll be out uh, checking out the retail locations, checking out the state of stuff, filming stuff for the channel. Be on the lookout. Mm -hmm. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. Fuck, Mary kill. RoboCop cartoon, Rambo cartoon, Lethal Weapon TV show. Oh, that's easy. I'm fucking marrying Robo, uh, fucking RoboCop 2, marrying uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2, and killing Lethal Weapon TV show. No, it's RoboCop cartoon, Rambo cartoon, or Lethal Weapon TV show. Oh, same. Keep the cartoons. Okay, kill the, the, yep. Lethal show. yep, I'm going with that one, too. Yeah, yeah, because that, that Lethal Weapon TV show was, was fucking trash. Yep. Oh, wait. I'm going to be the contrarian here. I will f fuck the Lethal Weapon TV show because I didn't hate it and I watched it more than I should have. I'll marry the Robocop cartoon and only kill the Rambo cartoon because, I don't know. Don't oh, yeah, what was it? He, he also mentioned the Hellraiser The Hellraiser show comes out. Dion, be, be ready for that. Yeah. I he cannot said, wait for that shit. I cannot wait. <laughs> Now, yeah, it's, 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 a, yeah it's it's supposed to be a female uh, Hellraiser, so yeah. Ooh, <laughs> One of our listeners sent me a terrible picture. or just terrible, <laughs> just terrible. Yeah, the it's coming up on option. Hulu, so we'll see what uh, what happens. I don't know why anyone would think Hellraiser is a good idea. They fucking ran that shit into the ground like twenty years ago. They sure did. Shit, the recent one, the most recent movie was what 20, 2015, Nick. Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even even then, it's it, it, it's a new guy they have as Hellraiser. It's yep. somebody else. And those movie those movies are shot over a weekend, just to keep the rights going. That's all yeah, it and is. They, and they try to get they try to get everyone excited because like Clive Barker executive produced it or whatever, which literally just means that they asked him to put his name on it. And he was like, sure, because yep. <laughs> because uh, if, if it by chance makes money, he'll get a little bit on the back end. So. Uh -huh. Now we have a request. Um, and we're going to oblige in just a moment. So this one comes from our friend Headcase Laboratory. He says, hey, Jeff, can you show everyone Dilbert and Stone Cold Steve Austin? I had to look this one up myself because I forgot about this. Do you guys remember Dilbert? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. The cartoon. So, folks, those who don't remember, Dilbert started out as a newspaper strip became a cartoon, and became a pretty big cultural movement for a minute. It was very much of the office space era, where the working class stiff was a interesting uh, focal point for a story. And Dilbert would go on to make shit like The Office possible. So let's check this out for a second. If it doesn't want to freeze on me. There we go. Unfreeze, damn you. Please rise for the honorable... Judge Stone Cold Steve Austin! <laughs> God, he's so tall! Oh my god! 
dude, he's more built than the actual Steve Austin. What the fuck? Yeah. I love how he has no neck at all. Just none. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That oh is God. excellent. Hey, Kendo, having yeah. witnessed that, who's a better judge? Judge Stone Cold Steve Austin or Judge Reinhold? I'm going to go with Judge Reinhold just because in his courtroom, Randall did some and said some rather inflammatory things, but he was able to keep that jury un, 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 you know, under control. I'm the biggest idiot ever. But I also feel like, you know, he there was a lot of other things that made him so ch- As great. As the jury judge. reached a verdict. Hold it! I remember that. This was the greatest thing I ever saw. This is Beverly Hills Cop 4. Five bucks says this is better than whatever we get. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm... The the best, the most underrated but best part and best line of that entire episode is when they announce the jury and it's like Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, all these people, and it's all black jury. And Dante goes, "Where's Chris Mullen?" (laughs) I'm very look. The Clark's cartoon was awesome. I feel bad that Kevin Smith's career didn't go that route to where instead of making, you know, some good movies to the, some bad movies, we didn't get tons of cartoons. I'd have been on board with all this shit. I mean, Clarks um, was better than Family Guy. Yeah. Dude. I heard uh, I heard a rumor where he's probably going to make a sequel to Tusk. You could take Tusk and shove it up your ass. Yeah, yeah I sideways. didn't like that movie. That movie was so fucking weird. Now... Let's break up a super chat for a moment, and uh, we have an old segment we're going to bring back, the Kendo Jeff Story of the Week. So, Kendo, would you like to take it away, please? Yes, let me pull it up. Where did it go? I had it, and there it is. Okay, so we've all been through situations where, you know, a relationship doesn't go your way, and you, you, you feel the need to do something about it. Well, this wonderful woman decided she needed to do something about it, so... This story comes to us from the great state of North Carolina, where Ooh. Christy Louise Jones is in some pretty hot water and some serious trouble because she had a bad, a bad breakup with her ex, and uh, she decided she wanted to get back at him by setting his house on fire. However, the woman intended to burn down her ex-lover's home, failed to confirm the address, and ended up setting fire to a stranger's house instead. <laughs> The result is that the alleged arsonist can't even claim the sweet taste of revenge as she sits in a jail cell. Alerted to flames on his front porch around 7 a.m. Friday, a Gold Hill owner discovered a woman standing next to a car that was blocking his driveway. According to an incident report from the Rowan County Sheriff's Office, she mumbled something and, after brushing the armed homeowner with her vehicle, drove away. The man didn't know the woman, but the license plate number he recorded allegedly led to Christy Louise Jones, 49, of Richfield, who is believed to have mistaken the home for that of a former boyfriend living in the same area. She allegedly set two fires, one on the porch and another around the propane tank, 
and used I'll flex seal what. to and used flex seal to obstruct the homeowner's garden hose <laughs> and cut into and cut into his above ground pool, causing an estimated twenty thousand dollars in damages. She's charged with felony first degree arson, assault with a deadly weapon, and larceny of an animal as she was allegedly holding one of the homeowner's dogs on a leash when he confronted her. She's being held currently on a hundred and one thousand dollar bond. So folks, if you're gonna take revenge and burn down somebody's house, make sure you get the address right. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh my god. That was incredible. Uh, folks, we're going to bring the Jeff story of the week back at the beginning of the shows each and every week for some fun, some levity, uh, some craziness, because the world, well, the world keeps turning and devolving. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Thank you, Kendo. Yeah. Now, no uh, we have a f- more, so I'm just going to stop uh, talking about how many we have. Goku McDuck says Mexican Independence Day is September 15th. Nice. I was nice. not aware of that. Based on all the bars in the United States, I thought it was the 5th of May. <laughs> Nothing like a good marketing holiday to cash in on. Right. Uh, folks, you know what you can do this Mexican Independence Day? You can spend it with us at World Class Bullshitters because that is two weeks from today, and it's a Thursday night. So we'll be live on Mexican Independence Day doing what we always do and some Mexican stuff because we love yeah. everybody. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get some, we'll get some radioactive. We, we will, we will pan, pander to the Hispanic crowd the correct way. What, by buying Taco yes. Bell? Well, Shut up. That, I mean, that would not be the correct way. Right there. <laughs> so join us in two weeks, folks. We'll still be here. <laughs> John Thomas, <laughs> thank you very much. He says, The Green Lantern one was an originally a nod to a mural by the artist Frida. Editors changed it allegedly for copyright. So you replace it with a bag of tamales and a Viva Mexico sign? I'm a comic book artist. That comic cover was very quickly slapped together. Now, I'm not here to chastise the artist. It's a fine rendering of Mr. Kyle Rayner, but it's also a digital painting, and I work with digital artists. Marvel, or sorry, DC got this slapped together last minute. Um, Their books look cheap. I don't like that. Um, I'll save the spiel for a later show when we're talking about our stuff, but yeah, I'm looking at these pictures again. It's kind of an embarrassment. Again, I'm not offended. I just, I, I fucking facepalm that DC and all these places try to be these allies for whatever cultural cause, and then they just they make shit worse for everybody. Well, that's actually kind of like a microcosm of everybody, especially the um, how should you say it's the white leftists on Twitter. Whenever they want to show how in tune they are with people of colors and people of different backgrounds, it always goes to the stereotypical shit. Yep. Yeah, and 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 I think that's okay. And they're just like, yeah, this is this is you, right? This, these are the things that represent your culture. No motherfucker does not. I love Mexico. Tacos are great. It's like, yo, dude, seriously? Okay. You guys like tamales, right? I drew mm. some. <laughs> I had some. Uh, yeah, dude. dude. It's, yeah, I've, ah, uh, God, I, I fucking hate that shit so much. I love black I, people. That's why I go to Popeyes. Louisiana right. fast. Right. Oh, man. Now, I was going to, you know, when we do our openers, I was thinking about like, oh, what am I going to talk about this week? And I was thinking about the stuff I've done, the boring stuff, but I was going to talk about Mexican food at the beginning of the show, and I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I feel like DC Comics right now. I went to Casa Vega, it was delicious, and that's as much as I'll say. Oh my god, Casa Vega is fucking awesome. I love Casa Vega. 
sweet corn tamales last night. Holy get shit. the get no 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 no. Tarantino's got his own drink on there on the on the menu. I almost ordered it. It's fucking I good. It's, it's 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 lethal though, but it's good. Uh, there was something in it that turned me off to it, so I said uh, no thanks. But I went with um, just a margarita. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, their their food is awesome, man. I've I've been there a couple times. It's it's fucking great. I, as you know, I live right down the street from it. I walked home, so yeah, you're yeah you're lucky, man. <laughs> and you know how much I eat there? I've eaten there twice my entire life. So whew, I'll play there all the time, folks. If you're at Casa Vega, you'll probably run into somebody else that's not me. <laughs> We thought we saw Johnny Depp there yesterday, but... Oh, that would, that would have been some shit. <laughs> that would have been weird. I'm like, hey, Johnny, what's up? Like, Here, we supported you on our show. <laughs> here's well, a drink for... Yeah, here's, I would have just sent him a, a shot of whiskey. Here's a shot of whiskey for all the hard times, buddy. Yeah. I'd have sent him so rum because, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow. There's there no shit go. in it. There you go. John Thomas, thank you very much for that. Fuck, Mary kill from Xavier to God. This is a good one. Fuck Mary Kill, Avengers One, X Men One, and Guardians of the Galaxy One. Oh. Marrying Avengers One, fucking X Men One, and killing Guardians of the Galaxy One. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with that because that. Yeah, the first Guardians is okay. The second one is way better. I'm going to fuck Guardians, marry Avengers, and kill X Men One. I will marry the Avengers because it's the best theater-going experience I ever had. I will fuck X-Men because I rode my bike like four miles. And as a kid, that was a big deal. I had to see X-Men. I lied about my age. I snuck in to see X-Men. It was important to me. I fucking cared. That was like the second love, DVD I, love, I ever got. I love how Jeff said he lied about his age. Man, you're you're, you're a foot and a half taller than everybody still. Yeah, dude. I was a six-foot-tall 11 or 11 yeah. yeah, you had a you had you you had a five o'clock shadow at eleven. Calm down, buddy. Yeah, dude. Shit, I didn't have a like five o'clock five. shadow at thirty, bro. I am late to the beard party. You were born with a fucking beard. That's it, fucking true. That's fucking true. My facial hair is so stupid. I forget about shaving because it takes that long to grow anything. Oh god, it's just not a part of my normal life. Hey, I'm right there uh, in the same boat with you. I, I know when it's time to shave after about five or six days when it starts to itch. I'm like, oh, I gotta go shave. Yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm just like, ugh itchy john thomas thank you very much uh, always love the fuck mary or, or xavier to god love the fuck mary kills john thomas is back he says unpopular opinion i watched pixels saturday yeah it's dumb but still funny as fuck and way better than disney plus marvel it's not very high bar uh i had to look this film up because i forgot about that it was the adam sandler movie with kevin james and peter dinklage yeah yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it it, it I, I remember it bombing at the box office, but it's it, it, it's funny. I, th- I think after this one, Netflix picked up Adam Sandler to do a bunch of movies for them. I didn't see this movie because I saw the trailer a million times, and I was like, "Fuck that!" I just I saw the trailer too many times to want to support the movie. It was just overexposure. Yeah. Um, I might watch this after a couple California shots. I. <sighs> I, you know what made me appreciate, or this movie made me appreciate Ready Player One a lot more. Just looking back at this, it's like, this is what we had, and then we've had a couple more, I don't know, more respectful co- video game-based movies, or just better ones. But I gotta see this one to actually pass judgment on it, because it, it could be great. But I don't think I'll like it as much as other people. It's Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been my favorite since the 90s. 
So, uh, our friend Xavier to God, thank you very much. This is a great one. Uh, wait, the, put these wrestlers from least to greatest: Chris Jericho, Bret Hart, Edge, Christian, and Chris Benoit. Mm, okay. <sighs> Christian right. at the bottom. Yes, Christian's at the bottom. Um, let me look at the names again. Christian at the bottom. Chris Jericho, uh, Bret Hart, Edge, and Benoit. Mm, Oof. That is incorrect. Christian, Chris Jericho, Brett. No, no. Chris, Christian, Chris Jericho. Nah, shit. Christian Edge, Chris Jericho, uh, Benoit, then Bret Hart. That's actually what I was going to go with. Christian's at the bottom, then comes Edge, then comes Jericho, then comes Benoit, and Bret Hart's at the greatest. Now, if you, since this is least to greatest and not personal opinion, I will uh, put Christian at the bottom, sadly. Then I will put Benoit. Then I'll put Jericho. Then I'll put Edge. I'm oh, sorry. I'll put Christian, Benoit, Edge, Jericho, Bret Hart. Because Bret Hart, look, I personally think Chris Jericho is better than all of these guys, but uh, Bret Hart's like next level. Mount Rushmore of all-time greats. He's really as good as everyone says, and everyone also says he's terrible on the mic. So it's kind of like honesty is Bret Hart's best weapon. He's great in the ring, competent on the mic, but carried the company at a really bad time. So his greatness yeah. is never going to be disputed here on this channel. Nope. Xavier to God, thank you very much again. He says, do you guys think we can ever get an X-Men movie with which starts out with Professor X, Beast, Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Iceman, and Angel only in it? Xavier to God, I think your best chance of ever having that happen is going to be whatever Marvel gives us with this new X-Men. I know all the talk and hype is about who's going to be Wolverine, who's this, who's that. I think if they're smart, they don't put Wolverine in the first one. You come back for the sequel because Wolverine was introduced in, what, 1972 or 3? And the X-Men's from 1963. So there's a decade of X-Men stories before Wolverine ever exists. And hell, he pops up in a fan or an Incredible Hulk book first. So right. that doesn't even mean anything. So yeah, um, Xavier to God, I say the only chance they'll ever have to do that is with this new X-Men movie, and if they don't, then it'll never happen. I'm not trying to be negative, but that's my guess. Dion, anything you'd like to add? No, I think you said it great. Yeah, it's just I, I, I would do it the exact same way. Don't have him in the first one. Have him, that, that's part of his allure is that he's not an original X-Men member. Uh, so up next, we have Adam Walford, who says, Mary fuck kill Black Cat, Mary Jane, and Gwen Stacy. Ooh, okay. Um, fuck Mary Jane, marry Black Cat, and kill Gwen Stacy by dropping her off something, but then catching her with the web so that her neck her neck breaks. <laughs> Give me all the above. I'm 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 having my cake and eating it too. Mm. Lots of cake. Uh, pound cake. <laughs> many pounds. Yeah, I'll fuck. Yeah, I'll fuck all of them. That that sounds good. It's not how you play the game. That's my role. Don't give a shit what you, what you think. <laughs> All right. So, folks, we have reached the end of WCBS 322, it looks like. We've uh, had all our fuck, Mary kills. We've been asked all of our questions. We've answered all of our super chats. So, is there anything else you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? Free yayo. Yeah, no. Uh, good, man. Yes. Free yayo, yeah, indeed. All right. So, folks... Uh, I'll have a video out this weekend, and uh, you'll be able to join us 
God, we'll be back next Thursday with more. So in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Now, guys. Dot com.